usual thing, you and me and me and Jan, about how the worst fans on earth are Star Wars fans and, and wrestling fans. And wrestling fans, yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe the worst. They they want change and they want it so bad. We want change. When do we want it? Right fucking now. What do we want? It's like they're the worst and they give them change. Like, what is this horse shit? Give me back all my old stories and crap. Yeah. And everybody uh, says, may the fourth be with you. And somebody's going to make a, like a Spock joke. Yeah. There'll be a meme with Spock <laughs> saying something from Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. For and sure. the bottom will say, it'll say, may the fourth be with you. Oh, yeah. There's, um, uh, I had to educate my mom. We were watching old school. I was watching old school Star Trek. Remember mm-hmm. that episode with the, um, I can't remember the race of people, but like. The Klingons? New. Cardassians? No. There was the uh, Pelicans? Th- this is the, the original. Romulans. Yeah, this is the original. Star- <laughs> remember, the, remember, the, remember Triples. That, remember that, uh, that episode where, remember that they had those two guys? And one one had the one half of his face was black and the other half was, oh, white. Half was white. And the other one has like the uh, the, the opposite. The, the opposite. Yeah, the mirror. Yeah, I was watching that episode with my dad, my mom, and she's like, "What the hell is this?" And I was like, "Um." But watching Spock interact with those people, yes, in that whole episode was was amazing, because he actually dropped one of his favorite his ton his ten most famous quotes in that, but I can't remember. But I can't remember what it was. I can't remember what it was. People are a strange race. Yeah, it's, uh, humans are a strange race. I think it's just about like change, <laughs> like uh. Like change in the universe, like change is the one, uh, one, like change. The constant. In ev- yeah, like change in evolution is the one constant in the universe, mm-hmm. and uh, and if you can change, and I can change, then we all can change. We can all change. Uh, I know my voice. Uh, <laughs> watching this fight, we should be in bed. Just want to tell him that I love you. And uh, you're gonna do the whole thing. Rocky's gotta die. I, can, I can't. <laughs> Rocky's gotta die. <laughs> he might. Do you think he's gonna? He's gonna, he's gonna die in uh, in Creed two. In Creed two. Do you think he's gonna be the Apollo Creed? He's gonna. He's gonna get. Beat the fuck up, because I think I bet you anything they're not. They're not if it. Well, that's the thing too. Is like, if, do you think? No, they they have. It's to. a tough one, man. Because for Rocky to die, it would fill. I mean, if if it happens, what do you think is gonna happen? Like in in like uh, Rocky three style. Yeah. Where he's the old trainer. Not so much the Apollo Creed thing, because I've always said I think it's gonna be the old trainer way, where like you know Ivan Drago's kid. Like mm-hmm. Ivan Drago has respect for Rocky. Yeah. They're they're old old time man, old school. He gained the respect from him in the fight. Yeah. But his son has no respect, mm-hmm. and his son pushes Rocky. Rocky falls down and has a heart attack. So and he says something. Exactly. What if Dolph Lundgren? Yeah, yeah, what, yeah. What if Dolph Lundgren's son actually? Uh, what if Dolph Lundgren ends up being the coach for uh, for Creed? For Creed and gets he, his own son. It. Oh, you never know, right? I was just thinking that. What if yeah. he's like, you know what? You killed my old friend. Yeah. He's the like, one true I challenge like, I ever had. He's like, we goes, we're going out. Why would we for my dad? Where is he? Uh, oh yeah, we forgot to, we forgot to tell you about that. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, we forgot to tell you. He's uh, he's training your opponent. Yeah. So that's because why he killed his coach. Yeah. So you're, he's gonna be a little bit late. Oh, that would be rough. I was uh, I was all fan theoried out this week, man, and I I, I hate fan theories. I've always hated fan mm-hmm. theories, but I had one that kind of like occurred to me halfway through the day. I was doing some mundane shit, like just like regular run of the mill day to day crap, and I was like, oh, I wonder if uh, I wonder if the old uh, the old Joker there, Dark Knight Dark Knight Joker, is actually like a member of the League of Shadows. Like, what if the Joker, Heath Ledger Joker, is like like a, a one of those wild card agents from the League of Shadows. Like he's actually an he's a a failsafe, or maybe like a wild a wild option that Rajal Ghul didn't tell anybody else about. He's had a dude who's like, well, if I can't do this whole turn the water into vapor shit, maybe I'll have this dude out there who's just so crazy that he'll get Batman really going. And meanwhile, I can like eventually Bane will show up. Mm-hmm. But until then, I've got this wild card out there who's just gonna burn the place down. Because he's like, that's just it, right? When you've got somebody who's, I've always thought to myself, the best fighter isn't the fighter who's like very good or very capable. He's the one who's like, oh, well, this tactic isn't working. I'll burn my arm off. It's like, why would you burn your own fucking arm mm, off? Because yeah. he's not seeing it. He's not expecting it. 
okay. he's not expecting that, right? I'll burn my own house down. Okay. While he's wondering when that's going to happen, I'll be okay. burning his parents' house down. Okay, so that that's a very interesting theory. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason why I wouldn't go for it is that because that kind of waters down who Joker is as at his core. It, it does, for me, mm-hmm. it, water, it waters down the Joker. Because, because he, I like him being he, just like, on his own. He, he's on his own. Like yeah. he, the, the reason why he's above the League of Shadows and he's above – because like, just like in, as Batman's an arch nemesis mm-hmm. is because no one can control him. Exactly. Yeah. Which is why I think he would have to be a rogue agent. Yeah. I think like if, if he's going to be an agent for Aja Ghul in any sense of it, He's got to be like like a Boba Fett. Because even Darth is like, oh, you smarmy fuck. Mm-hmm. Like the one guy, Darth Vader, never really, like, really in the in the series, maybe it wasn't written that way, who knows? Maybe there was no no opportunity to write him like that. Yeah. But even in the old, like, comic books and the these so-called expanded universe canon, mm-hmm. Vader was always like, I'm just going to let Boba Fett do his thing. Like, you can't control that guy. Yeah. I use him for as much as I can use him for, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day... He's most useful to me when I don't have to, like, if I keep him on a leash, yeah. uh, he's not gonna, like, I have to keep him effective. You can't to tether him yeah, exactly. because he'll turn on you. Yeah. If, I, if I tether him to myself and make sure I'm holding the leash too tight, eventually he's like, well, the leash is tight that way, but it's loose going back to my master, Yeah. so I'm going to jump on my master, fucking kill him, and then I'll go crazy. Yeah. You know, I think you have to keep him in that that kind of a, that type of a tether. Yeah, because what was that, um, what was that Gotham, uh, that Batman story, uh, is it RIP, where he, remember he was buried alive and he had that backup, like, um... He had that backup psyche. I don't remember that. You haven't se- you haven't read that one. I don't think I've ever read that. I think it was like this one uh, group of family who knew uh, they buried Bruce Wayne alive. Is this like one of the Court of Owls things? Because I mean, it sounds it like, yeah, it's kind of like the Court of Owls. The, but they, the but recent they, stuff I haven't I haven't they, read Batman in about like eight years. Yeah. So basically, what it was there was this big family, and this uh, it was headed by. Oh my god, I can't. Remember. It's a very Craven the Hunter type thing. Yeah, huh? it is. And then they 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 their whole goal was to was to get Batman mm-hmm. and bury him. Yeah. So they buried him alive. But Batman has a backup psyche. <laughs> Which sounds like something he would do. Yeah, so it's, I think it's called... And we'll actually, we'll, we'll discuss it um, after the podcast. Just have to look it up. But like, yeah. um, and so backup, uh, So Batman is buried alive. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, he, he, but the thing is, they try to... They're, they're, tr- they're trying to break him. Break him, right? But he has a back... He's so good that he has a backup... Se- like, uh, like, like he's a personality. Yeah. yeah. And then um, they hired the Joker mm-hmm. uh, to come in there. And finish off basically to like to to like uh, hire hire him or to kill off Batman whatever it is, mm-hmm. and then Joker comes in there and you know he has this slithery t- tongue which he cuts in half and stuff like that, and he looks at these guys and he's like yeah he goes what you yeah he goes congratulations, yeah you buried Batman alive he goes he goes fantastic good for you guys right yeah. he goes do you have any idea basically who you're dealing with yeah. He goes, you think this Mr. Contingency Plan. Yeah, he's like, he goes, Batman has, he goes, <coughs> I wouldn't be surprised if Batman is, al- is alive right now, and yeah. he's on his way here right now, and he's here going to, he's going to kill all of you guys. <laughs> he's, he's like, you guys are fucked. He goes, yeah, basically, he said, he goes, you guys are all oh, fucked. He goes, you have no I'll, idea. Goes, I'll take money from all of you, and uh, he goes, I'll take all your money. Yep. And he goes, Batman is on his way here right now, and he's going he's to kick the shit out of all you guys. You're sitting here, safe and happy. Yep. In your little mansion. Thinking that you've done Batman in. Yeah, because he, he knows Batman. Yeah, anybody. that's just it. Like, Joker, that's the beauty thing about Joker, right? Even, uh, like, in the new current stuff. I've been kind of trying to keep up um, more and more. Because I'm, I'm really thinking about getting back into reading the comics on the regular. Yeah. But um, I'm, I'm trying to jump back into the stuff that happened post-Dark Knight's Metal. Mm-hmm. Because right now, oh, like, like, Batman... White, like, like, White Knight? Yeah, there's some weird stuff um, going on right now in Batman. Like, White Knight was um, kind of an Elseworlds story. Yeah. 
where Joker has recessed back into Jack Napier. Yeah. And he's no longer a bad guy. And he's, yeah. he's a better Harvey Dent, and he's, Bruce and he's, Wayne And he's taking Batman. medications to, like, keep the Joker at bay. To keep him at bay. Yeah. But he's, like, super successful. Oh, yeah. He's highly successful. Yeah. He's, he's, he's well-regarded. Yep. He's well-regarded. He's capable mm-hmm. as a as a normal functioning. I think he's, like, an alderman or something like that. Yeah, and he's also, like, um, like he goes head-to-head with Batman, and they, and they beat the shit out of each other. Like, he can fight, too. Not only can... Nah, he doesn't he doesn't spend a lot of time fighting him, it seems like. It seems like they have a little scuffle, mm-hmm. and it's very, like, um, crossover story type thing, where they have a scuffle, and now, now they're, like, buddies. Yeah, but the, the, the thing is, I actually read some, some of it, mm-hmm. and uh, they actually showed Jack Napier fighting Batman. Yeah. And it's, like... I'm like, holy cow. Like, What's going on here? It's like it's actually like martial arts fighting, and I'm like, mm-hmm. what the hell did did Jack? <laughs> well, you would you would think that like I mean, <coughs> I know a lot of guys. Um, just just having been exposed to the martial arts community for so long, and been been in been around a lot of guys who can actually fight, who've got no martial arts training at all, mm-hmm. but they've been in some pretty hairy deals, yeah. either in the bars or whatnot. And they just pick up like eight or nine things that really work for them. Yeah, not even eight or nine. Like eight or nine is a lot. That's that's being really gratuitous. They pick up say like two or three. Little things they can do physically, mm-hmm. be it like they learned a good hip toss, they learned a good like uh, wrist lock, a key lock, whatever it is mm-hmm. that works really well. And once you have those things, you grow. You can you can use those to fall back. And then you like you play around a little bit more, and before you realize it, that's what training is. You've now you've now got your base, mm-hmm. and from your base you become better and better because you you can branch out and learn more stuff because you can always fall back in your base if if the new stuff falls apart. Yeah, because my yeah my base is uh is the hip toss hip toss. Is a hip toss, right? I, I, I can do those easily. It's yeah, it's a be- easily. It is it is the most underrated move. E- easy money. In a physical yeah. confrontation oh, because yeah. it drops somebody on their ass, knocks the wind out of them and makes them think you're highly capable of what you're doing even if you're not. Yeah, cuz like I I grew up with an older brother who was mm-hmm. way bigger than me. Yep. And two and a half years older than me. So I learned how to fight from a very young age. Yeah. So when you know when when uh in high school, or sorry, in junior high when you have to like go to gym class and teach how to wrestle, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I beat the shit out of all the kids in there. <laughs> you figured out your hip I figured, toss. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, this kid weighs nothing. I have to hip toss my brother who weighs like way more than I do. Yeah. And but the a guy, kid in your, your age group. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah and the kid, then my coach was like, uh, the, the gym teacher was like, man, you should be in the you should be in the, in the, the wrestling, wrestling team. team, right? I'm like, uh, no. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> this goes, is kind of all I've got. He goes, yeah. I'm like, no, no, man. Like, no, I can, I'm like, I'm good at fighting my brother. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if, I'm if not I, great at yeah, fighting exactly. a Exactly. I have to train. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, I'm not trying here. I'm like, I'm, I'm toning it down. If I yeah. fight, if I wrestle anyone else, it's going to turn into a fight. Yeah. It's going to turn into a fist yeah, fight. Yeah. Because all my, all my fighting is personal. My brother and I beat the shit out of each other. Yeah. So, and but that's, like, I think that's what the Jack Napier thing is. Mm-hmm. Where, like, he's, well, I mean, that's like, a, as, as somebody who's, like, reading into that a little bit too much, I, I'm, I'm fanning out a little bit too much there. Mm-hmm. But that would be it, right? I mean, eventually, maybe he's got. Maybe, who knows? Like the the Dark Knight Joker, clearly he's got some sort of paramilitary training. Mm-hmm. But um, as a person who's just gone nuts, like the the Red Hood stand-up comedian, um, wife was gambling too much, all that bullshit. Joker. Yeah. Eventually, you get yourself in so many situations, and you're crazy, so you'll try anything. Yeah. That you're just like, well, I, I can really, I can really do some stuff here. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, if you really dig deep into it, like, what would a, yeah. a person who has no rational thought? Yeah. And this is like, oh, you know, this makes sense to do this now. This, uh, then boom. Well, it's why Deadpool's a ninja. It's like Deadpool is not going to get hurt. Yep. He's not going to get hurt. His bones heal almost right away. Mm-hmm. So he can try some crazy shit. And you're like, well, why is he so good at what he does? He's got no real ninja training. It's like, no, motherfucker. He can't get hurt. If I could heal right away, mm-hmm. I, I would I'd be doing so much crazy shit. Oh, yeah. I'd be seeing how far I could take that. Yeah, you know, and... How long can I be on fire? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, that that's what I like about uh, um, Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Because you know this new one's coming out. It's bigger and b- bigger and like more robust. It's b- very much more X Force. It's more X Force. It's Rob right? Liefeld's. Yeah, and Deadpool. so, but uh, Ryan Reynolds, he says for the next one, if they do make a next one, mm-hmm. he's like, I w- he goes, I want to scale back completely. 
And just Which is always a good idea. Yeah, and he said he's like yeah. lower lower budget. Yeah, and let's just see what we can do with it, or or unless I'm a part of an ensemble or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. He's like, yeah, it goes these big. He goes if it gets bigger, it's not going to be. Be- it couldn't. It, it might not be better. Yeah, it might not be better if yeah. you go too big. So like, I like that because he loves the character so much. Yeah. Don't know? try to don't try to like um, beat yourself. <laughs> no yeah. pun, but yeah. yeah, don't try to beat. Don't try to be better than your last outing. Yeah, don't make it. Don't, don't make it big for the sake of making it. Yeah, in exposition sake. For yeah. exposition sake, just yeah. just be better in a story. Yeah, because like if because like uh because Deadpool is not about escalation. Mm-hmm. It's just about it's about Deadpool and just it's about hol- like fun, like complex characters and just being hilarious. Yeah, it doesn't have to be on a grand scale. Well, he's he's very much like that. Um, yeah, like the the Dark Knight Joker in that sense, right? Yeah, where he's unpredictable. So if he's on your side and you need an unpredictable option, then you'll get a guy who will cut his own arm off. Yeah. Because, like, that's a better weapon. It's heavy. It'll, I'll, I'll grow another one later. You yeah, took, You true. took my weapons away. Well, I'll cut this arm off and I'll beat you to death with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, the, the move, them, those, that trilogy, this whole uh, Deadpool thing is not about escalation. It's just about comed- like comedy and action. Yeah, it's an so, unpredictable character. Yeah, yeah exactly. And whereas, like, the Dark, Knight, the Dark Knight trilogy was all about escalation. Mm. It says it in the movie. So each movie got bigger. And well, they had a bigger, theme. Yeah, they had a based theme on yeah. yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, I, I I totally agree with Ryan Reynolds. Like people were like, oh, it's not as big as the, as the second one. But like, yeah. who cares? Was it funny? Was it entertaining? It was. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm totally cool with that. I'm absolutely yeah. cool with that. But going back to the um to the whole idea of like that's why I think uh the the whole Dark Knight thing, the Joker, the mm-hmm. Joker make he could have been that character if um like like a a rogue agent for mm-hmm. for Raj al Ghul. But only because he'd have to have parameters in his character. Like he'd have to have set. He had to have like a set parameter. That he is not. He's not so much a League of Shadows member, but he's more of an option. Mm-hmm. He is the he is the nuclear option. Like you know, if all this doesn't work out, I've got a guy. Mm-hmm. I've got a guy who I can call. Like we've all got a friend mm-hmm. who's like, I if none of my friends help me move, I've got a dude who's he drinks a lot mm-hmm. and he's probably gonna drop some of my plates. Yeah, but he's a really good dude mm-hmm. and he's gonna help me out if I need it. Unpredictable. Yeah, unpredictable. So you think that Joker? I don't think so don't much think so that he's a full blown member of League of Shadows. Mm-hmm. But I think he may. I mean, in my in my head, it would make sense. Kind of in the complex where they say like, you know, we're hiring the Joker to do this, and the Joker is like, he's way too unpredictable. He could turn on you in any second and be like. Yeah, not even that though. Like in my in my mind, I would think that Rajal Ghul, knowing that he may he may be killed in this in this next thing, like in this next uh, venture that he's got of taking down Gotham all that kind of crap. If in his head he's like, I could die, I, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good possibility this, this mission will go south on me. Mm-hmm. I, I just need to light a fuse somewhere. You know what I mean? It's like it's not so much that he's a hundred percent League of Shadows. Like he hasn't been to Nanda Parbat. He hasn't trained with all those other guys. He hasn't done the walk through like Bruce Wayne, where it's like, oh, nice ninjas. Oh, cool, a thing that I can jump around on. Hmm, yes, everybody's in great shape. I think he's a guy who it's like he gets a letter in the mail. He's like, hey, here's a bunch of cash and some dynamite and some knives and some purple suits. Go to Gotham. Okay, so okay, so saying that, so wh- what do you, what do you think? Uh, so what do you think? His what was his plan for Gotham? Rosal Ghouls. What was Rosal Ghouls? Yeah. Well, we we know what his plan was. What was his plan? Burn it down. Burn it down. Right. Yeah. Some men just want to watch the world burn, but his is a controlled fire. His okay. is slash and burn. Yeah. Yeah. So what was what was ba- what was Bane's uh goal? Well, it was the same goal. Same goal, right? Burn Gotham down. So so it can rebuild better. That's always that's always their plan. Is when it rebuilds, it rebuilds stronger. So do you think that if um, Joker is purely distraction. Joker would for be distraction. Bane. Yeah, yeah, for Bane. Joker is just there to like it's it's no different than Nightfall. Like the whole idea that Bane had in Nightfall, the the series where Batman's back breaks, 
is he releases all the Arkham villains. Yeah. And he just runs Batman ragged. Ragged. And when he's completely beaten, tired, mentally and physically, Bane is in the Batcave and he beats the shit out of him. Yeah. So I I feel like that could be something that happens where God where Joker is that kind like he is like the trilogy is Nightfall, mm-hmm. and we're just we're looking at as that last movie as just that's Bane breaking breaking Batman's back, mm-hmm. and uh and really when the entire series is Nightfall we're watching it from year one, uh, number two is the beginning of Nightfall number three is part one Nightfall and part two oh I see okay. So the Joker being there isn't so much that he's a he's a hundred percent league member, mm-hmm. but he's he's put into play. He's a tool. He's yeah. a tool. He's yeah. put into play by Rajal Ghul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't know. In my head, I'm like that's plausible. Plausible, especially because like at the end, he's already somewhat active. I mean, like it doesn't take forever to build a bat signal, mm-hmm. but we've got an active bat signal. We've got an active Commissioner Gordon working with Batman. Yeah. Well, well, Lieutenant Gordon at that point, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, he's looking at Batman as a as a partner mm-hmm. in, in all this. And they, they've established that he's going to be a partner in all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And then he's he gives him the card. Or is this guy. Armed robbery. Break, uh, break and enter. And he's, just, he's, chaos. he's just chaos. That's mm-hmm. all he is, right? Yeah. And that's just that's just it. He's already been there for a little while, mm-hmm. but now his, like, his leash is off. He's, he doesn't have anybody else in, that's telling him which direction to go in. And you can't tell this guy what direction to go in yep. because he kind of works on He works best when he's on his own. Mm-hmm. He's just, like I said, it's a, it's a very leash... Uh, a very long leash. Mm-hmm. There's no tightness on that leash when yeah. you got the Joker, because mm-hmm. that guy's gonna figure out that's sooner a, or later. That, that leash is too tight. I gotta kill my master. Well, that's a that's a very interesting theory. Yeah, I wonder. I just mm-hmm. it's always kind of been picking up my head. Mm-hmm. And then the other day, like I, I think I was vacuuming, and I was like, I wonder if the Joker's a member of the League of Shadows. <laughs> I wonder if the Joker could have possibly been put in play by Rajal Ghul. <laughs> I just had that thought in my head. Hey man, fuck, you never know, man. Yep, you never know. Yep. So how was your uh, how was your week going, buddy? Uh, it's going good. Uh, just uh, pretty relaxing. Um, the I'm on the I'm just wondering when it, when to go see Infinity War. Yeah, still, huh? You haven't done it. I haven't done it. I've uh, I've got a I've acquired a copy of Black Panther, which I'm probably gonna probably gonna watch. Mm-hmm. And um, I and then once that's done, then Infinity War is next. Yeah. But I've been avoiding all the spoilers, yeah. staying off of Instagram and all that shit. Mm-hmm. I, I did that thing on the news feed. Yeah. You block all like, every Avenger story, just block it. Yeah. Uh, this week I'll probably check it out. Oh, actually, one thing. Uh, I noticed that uh, what's his face, uh, Rudy Giuliani. Uh, yeah. <laughs> disclosed that uh, Trump, right, huh? Trump paid back the loan. Oh. One hundred thirty thousand dollars. So more shit went down today. I, I kind of didn't really get so into the like, news. So yeah. So all I can t- all I took from that was that Rudy Giuliani said that Trump paid uh, Michael Cohen back one hundred thirty thousand dollars. Yeah. I think it was a while ago. He said, "Yeah, you, you paid him back already for that, right?" But then, yeah. uh, but that kind of co- that that, that kind of throws a monkey wrench into him saying that I had no idea what was going on with that whole thing. You have to ask Michael Air Force One there. Yeah, and they're like, "Do you know what was going on?" And he's just like, he stares at him. No, no, <laughs> straight up. Ask, no, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Ask Michael Cohen. I'm like, he just threw his lawyer under the bus. Guy, guy who will die for him. It's well, okay. So there are in my head, there's two schools of thought on that. He either threw him under the bus. And he's like, you know, in that sense, mm-hmm. at, at first, if he if he just denied it altogether, I think that's a, that's a hundred percent under the bus right there. Yeah. But then he's also got that relationship with Michael Cohen, where this is your fixer, mm-hmm. and he will take a bullet for you. Yeah. And that's what you've got him there for. So you're not throwing him under the bus. You've just paid him to do what he's supposed to do. Yeah, that's true. And that then you've got, well, yeah, I mean, that's 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 uh one of one of the role. Ways to look at his it. role that's is his to role. Like, yeah. To take the bullet for you. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the idea of him saying that I paid him back is he's taking some heat off of a guy who maybe he actually does give a shit about in some sense. So, but yeah, but yeah, like, sorry to interrupt. No, 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 that's fine. Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. The, um, 
I was saying that because uh, if he is Trump s- smart enough to say that, just to realize that he said, uh, he goes, yeah, I, I Rudy, like, he let Rudy Giuliani say, or like Rudy Giuliani just let his tongue slip. Yeah, that because um, yeah, we, we don't even know, man. We don't, we don't know if that's <laughs> true or not. At this point, we don't know, we don't know if anything. it's a slip of the tongue or was this planned. We don't know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. um, and one thing I was noticing that uh, I was. Uh, I'm actually. Um, I read. Actually, no, I haven't read it. I've read it. Uh, I just bought it, but I'm gonna read. Start reading it. Um, uh, the twelve simple rules of life. The uh, the Jordan, oh, the Jordan Peterson. The Jordan Peterson book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, uh, yeah. I, I'm actually like looking forward to reading it. I don't. I, I don't subscribe to like everything he says. Yeah. But it's good to get like someone who is actually really good at their like who's really good at their field. Yeah. And just hear like at least he has an opinion on something and just yeah. to, just to read it and just see what it's just like. Just take a look at it. Yeah, because I, I I I watch his online um his uh, little seminars his and seminars and stuff like that. They're he's very well spoken. He's uh, but uh, you don't have to you know I don't agree with everything he says, but no. uh, he's was uh, this like <laughs> were you? It seems like you were you were torn between two two thought processes there. Like you were talking about how Rudy Giuliani and Trump don't think things through, and you went right away to a guy who does. Yeah, because I was just thinking choose like, your words wisely. Yeah, the yeah. um, I just think it's a uh, um, yeah, Trump's whole thing is like it, I don't think it's gonna make a difference. I am, um, man. I, like I, I don't, I don't think so. I think it's just it's so everything is so fucked up now. It's like yeah, it's just noise. Like mm-hmm. all of it is just noise. I I don't see anything really s- like chugging along in some like I don't think you can predict a timeline to be like you know three months from now Trump is gone. Uh, me Mike Pence gonna be the president. There's gonna be two more years of Pence and an election and who knows. I don't think that's gonna happen. No, I, I don't. Uh, I don't see any of that happening. I think at the very least, like you've got a guy who had sex with a porn star before he was the president mm-hmm. and very likely paid off Michael Cohen with money that was his own money. Mm-hmm. Probably didn't use campaign money to do it with. And um, if he did use campaign money, he probably put campaign money back into it. Mm-hmm. So I don't think they can go to him and be like, well, you, you use the funds that were required for, for your PAC and your your freaking campaign. All of a sudden you use a payoff porn star, blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, no, really all you have is that his fixer paid a porn star because he had sex with a porn star. Mm-hmm. Which is, last time I checked, that's not illegal. The only illegality of it would be is, like, when they raided the office, were they raiding the office to get information from Cohen to be relevant to the Russia investigation before Cohen burns it all? Before he burns it all, Before yeah. he's able to get rid of the, w- any kind of information, right? Yeah, which he wasn't able to get rid of. Which he wasn't able to get rid of, and I doubt there is anything there. I doubt they're going to get that yeah. from him. The thing is, too, is that I think that, uh, uh, I think, I I'm not sure if I would call it a witch hunt, but I think, I, think just, I think they're just trying to find out the truth, like, what's going on. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And I don't think there's going to be... My hope is that there's no. They would be like, you know what? Yeah, we didn't find anything. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, they're they're probably gonna walk away with like like with that. Mm-hmm. I man, I think everybody is so hyped up over impeachment, but impeachment is really really hard to do. It's impossible. It's real. Like no president has been impeached successfully. Mm-hmm. Even when they almost had Nixon, he's like, I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm out, suckers. And yeah, exactly. Left. If I was Trump, that's what I would do. I would just yeah. I'd just be like, I'd resign. I'd be like, you know what? I'm. Yep, I'm, I'm, relie- I'm relieving myself of duties. I don't want to do this job anymore. This job is boring. Yeah, I miss being a billionaire. I know. I, I want to go back to like <laughs> just out. living in luxury. Yeah, <laughs> with your like weird gold apartment. Yeah, and your fucking Midas syndrome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like that's that's just it, man. You're you're dealing with a guy who I've always thought never wanted to be president. I uh, I think that he thought it was a great a great like uh, marketing strategy for him. Mm-hmm. And then next thing you know, the field isn't getting any thinner. Guys aren't dropping out of the race. Mm-hmm. You can't have twenty plus people running for the party nomination, and then not have him be successful. Because it's like, if it's Trump and Jeb Bush and, uh, what's his name, that uh, Gary Gary Johnson? Gary Johnson, yeah. I think Gary Johnson walks all over Trump and Jeb Bush gets nomination. Mm-hmm. Or anybody, Marco Rubio and, um, and Gary Johnson 
Trump and Jeb Bush. I think you're seeing Trump in fourth place. Mm-hmm. When you've got 35 people there splitting the vote that many ways, yeah, of course you're going to get the loud guy. Because crazies love a loud guy. Yeah. They love a loud dude. Yeah. And all of a sudden the crazies are like, that's our guy. Let's all rally behind our guy. Mm-hmm. But in a field of four, when he just looks like a crazy guy with three other sane people, he doesn't get that mm-hmm. that much rally behind him, right? Yeah. Much, do you think, like, the, th- since he's been in office, how much damage do you think he's done to his brand? Oh, I mean. <laughs> From a financial standpoint. I well, probably nothing. Probably nothing at all. I, I I don't think he's got that kind of a setup. Where I mean, really, all he does is put his name on buildings. Yeah. He's a, he's a real estate developer. Mm-hmm. I think as long as you've got successful people around you, which is what he's good at doing, he's good at surrounding himself with successful businessmen in the real estate field, and he rips a lot of people off. Like he's he's got two things going on. Where he's jipping a lot of guys, and he's got some success. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's always going to keep him at a at a base. There yeah. are going to be people who want to do business with him. There's going to be people who are going to be like that guy's a fucking idiot. Do you, do. You, now, do you think that after all of this, mm-hmm. the people who are like now that uh, now that it's known in in uh it's in the public record that yeah. um people can say like whatever whoever comes close to Trump gets burned. Do you think that's do you think that's gonna happen in, in his financial future? No. After he's done uh, the White House, I don't see it. Mm. Do you think so? Do you think it's a possibility? I think it's a possibility. I think not saying it's gonna happen, but I think yeah. it's a possibility. It might, might could. I mean, I'm not never say never, right? Yeah, For all we know, yep. it's like he gets out and everybody's like, well, if that's how you run the country, well, I don't want. But he's gonna—he's always gonna have two groups of people: guys who who want to work with him because he's—he markets himself well. Mm-hmm. He builds buildings. Well, he—he he helps build buildings. He rips a lot of people off. It's like a pyramid scam. Mm-hmm. He's very like people probably still want to work with Madoff in some sense. Mm-hmm. If they—if he's allowed near a dollar bill, yeah, exactly. Who knows, right? When he's when he's allowed near a dollar bill. Mm-hmm. But like, I just think there's always gonna be like a base of guys who are gonna be around him who are always gonna do who are always gonna work with him. Yes. Yeah. See, I'm. I'm I'm so I'm very convinced of the opposite. Yeah. Um, now it definitely in politics, because like that's oh the yeah, problem defi- him yeah, definitely, definitely in politics. politics. But uh, I guess I guess my argument would be that, uh, um, um, like I said before, like if you have guys who are like people who work close with them, who mm-hmm. um, if you work if you work close with them, people have gone to jail, people have like um, had to turn state's evidence, whatever it is. Yeah. Now if people see that, and there'll be like um, lo- a bunch a bunch of businessmen saying that they're looking at that, and so. I'm just speaking personally. If I saw if I saw that and yeah. I knew Trump, yeah, and uh, I like I, I I did business with him before. I kind of know what his background is, mm-hmm. um, but then I see that how he's running the country and all these he's throwing these people under the bus and stuff like that. Yeah. and then I'd see all that and I'm like, that is an excellent point. But also is like, but but mm-hmm. to, but to back up your point is like, can I make money out of this? That's Le- just legally, it. legally, yeah. Because the way the way I look at guys like him and that that what you're what you're getting at there. Is that we are not guys with um, millions of dollars and multiple businesses, mm-hmm. whereas guys who have millions and billions of dollars and multiple business deals going on and mm-hmm. multiple businesses yeah. and they they manage multiple corporations, um, I think they'll do fine. Mm-hmm. I think they'll they'll still work with them like they have been. Yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, like, it'll be yeah. interesting to mm-hmm. see, right? But definitely, like, um, who was it who just called him a dignity vacuum? Is it like there's <laughs> like when you look at him, it's like because because he's Trump. And he's he's the president, and his people have been going through so much shit. It's like you've got guys like Ronnie Jackson who worked with you know he was a doctor for three different two, three different presidents, somewhat under the radar, even though he's a bit of a creep. Like when now when you look at him, but because he's suddenly getting Trump's pat on the back and the the thumbs up, it's like there's a gigantic spotlight that just hits him. Mm-hmm. And the second that spotlight go, spotlight goes, it's like you see he's covered in worms. Like oh, I never noticed these worms before. It's like yeah. that's right. Because, you know, Obama's not crazy. Yeah. And fucking, what's his name there? Uh, George Bush. George Bush, yeah. He wasn't doing this to his people the mm-hmm. way Trump was. 
So nobody had that spotlight of like, where are the where are the worms on this guy? Yeah. But now because he got Trump, that happens, right? But that's happening in politics. I think once he's out, there's guys who make money with him, who know how to make money with him. Yeah. Who know how to like cater to him and you know stroke his ego and make cash off the guy. Yeah, they they don't they don't want to be his friend. They just want to make sure that he make, they can make money with. Yeah, him. Yeah, man. He's I've always said he's Francis from fucking Peavy's Big Adventure. Yeah, that's he's true. a rich kid who everybody knows is rich, mm-hmm. and if they're around him, you can kind of like get him into your deal. He'll finance your shit. He's greedy too, mm-hmm. so he's like he's just like he's obesity in the worst way. Like yeah. he's he's gluttonous, right? Mm-hmm. So you know that you can manipulate him into getting what you want if you just kind of stroke his ego, make him feel good about himself, give him a shiny red bike. And all of a sudden, he's happy for a while. He's throwing money around. Like, he's Francis, man. Yeah, he's man. In, yeah, in the yeah. grossest way. In the grossest, ch- most childish way. Too. Yeah, in the most ch- exactly. In the most yeah. childish way. He is 100% Francis from Peavy's Big Adventure. Mm-hmm. That's the, the kind of person he is. Yeah. And there are people who know how to manipulate that guy mm-hmm. to get what they need. To get what they need, yeah. Yeah. yeah so, uh, you know, you're, you're absolutely right. In, in a certain sense, guys like us, who otherwise don't have, like, access to, to networks of, of money and, mm-hmm. and fucking business and corporations and all that kind of shit. Yeah. We would look at it and be like, yeah, fuck no. I'm not going to – I would never work with that guy. Mm-hmm. If I had one friend who had sex with a hooker downtown, I found out about it. I found out that he threw a buddy of his under the bus who was married. He's like, oh, he had sex with her too. I would never go out with that guy again. I'm like, that guy's nuts, man. Yeah. He's burning all of his friends. Mm-hmm. Fuck him. He goes to the bar, throws cash around. He goes to the casino, throws money around. No, nah, that guy is that guy's a dumpster fire. Oh, yeah. But, but you know, we're not dealing with large amounts of money. Yeah, it's true. In a, in a corporate structure like that. Mm-hmm. Right? So I think, like I said, there are there are guys who probably will still work with him. Yeah, I think so, too. The, I don't think the elite will work with him, like especially like guys from Google or whatever. But real estate guys. Yeah. I, I, yeah, you're right. There, there is a yeah. There's a middle wealth area there. Mm-hmm. Like I think the the Cook brothers and those guys, they do fine. Like they yeah, don't give a shit. Uh, they yeah. They're, they're Donald, Trump, Donald Trump's money is like a drop in the bucket. <laughs> yeah, man. There's like an elite level of like the creepy wealth, mm-hmm. the fucking like you know like eyes wide shut parties guys mm-hmm. who don't give a shit about Trump. The Bilderberg meetings guys. Yeah, the Bilderberg people. Yeah, like all the people that Trump wishes he could be, but mm-hmm. he's too busy eating KFC and yelling at Hillary. Yeah, KFC with ketchup. Yeah, yeah with ketchup, right? <laughs> like that, that's what he does. These guys are like frying full fucking live lambs. Yeah, like over a spit. Like, yeah. their KFC is actual lamb. Yeah, while they're getting blowjobs. Yeah, yeah, from, like, you know, high-priced, quality, like, North European hookers and yeah. shit. Yeah, but, like, these guys are having these weird... And they're all wearing masks. Yeah, drinking reindeer blood. Drink, <laughs> drinking reindeer blood. Like, weird reindeer blood parties. Yeah. Where, like, the animals slaughtered in front of them. They're like, this is quite good. Good kill, good kill. Good kill, yeah. pop, 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 yeah. Good kill. Yeah, actually, Build yeah, actually in Finland, that's actually what they... They drink reindeer blood. Oh, I'm sure they do, man. They do, yeah. Apparently I'm sure they got, do. Apparently, like, hot reindeer blood. It's got it's iron, it's got protein, it's got, it's got a lot of things in yeah, yeah, exactly. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think those people are just like, oh, Trump. You mean Trump? Donald Trump, the Trump family, yes, yes, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Oh, yeah, he's like... Peasants, I, yeah, exactly. Peasants. Oh, he's, he's with that United States country. Yeah, yeah. Uh, America. Hmm. As if there's even a country. Goddamn corporation. <laughs> it's like, they don't care, man. Oh, <laughs> they yeah. have no worries about it. Yeah, the... um. Yeah, I think I've, I'm trying to. Wa- I'm thinking about this. Uh, I'm going to tackle a documentary I saw on Amazon Prime mm-hmm. about how um, all about that, like how um, there's uh, America was a country that was founded and it's just uh, it's all puppets. Yeah, man, it's a corporation. It's a corporation. Yeah, it's yeah. a business. It's mm-hmm. not. It's not a country. No, their their export is America. Yeah, every, everyone's just going along for the ride. Yeah, that's it. It's wild, man. Like we were um, we were watching something about. Uh, I, and I'm not sure, like, I don't think my facts are accurate on this because I didn't really do a deep dive into into what it is. We were watching, okay, I think it was, like, like fucking something about kids and, uh, like, how over here we get the tax credit. Our kids get, like, a little bit of money every month mm-hmm. when you have a child, yep. get, like, a child benefit. And um, theirs in the U.S. And how I think ours is up to, like, 100 bucks now. If you've got a kid, you get 100 bucks a month. 
in the states it's like they've gone from 40 to to like 100 to 30 bucks to 20 like they because they're broke right yeah they're always trying to find a way to to pay their people it's like their government shuts down because they can't give checks to the veterans of the old people yeah so their government's like we're shut it down yeah government shut down I'll no pour, money. like yeah. They're, and, and they have deals on how to, to not have a government shutdown. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to pay that fucking program over there, so I'll shut this whole goddamn government down, yep. and old people won't get their checks. So, bleh. Yeah. It's like, man, what a, what a childish situation. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying that, that Canada is so much better than that. No, not but, at all. But, but on a smaller scale. You know, we, we still can kind of control that shit quite a bit. Yeah, like, if you look at, like, I yeah, that's the thing, too. It's like, I, now that I'm more interested in watching uh, the House of Commons debates, mm-hmm. And the yelling back and forth between the conservatives and the uh, <laughs> yeah, and straight the, up and the liberals floor freakouts. Oh my god, those are hilarious. They're so so out of control. And uh, so uh, like we have <laughs> the our Mr. Speaker debate. The, Mr. Speaker debate. <laughs> the, the, the speaker guy is hilarious. Yeah, he gets pretty frustrated. He, he's a babysitter. Yeah, yeah, and he laughs too. He smiles. He's the guys. Uh, he's busy saying, "Guys, please just take it, take it easy." There's a theatricality about it. Though. There is, yeah, and it's, I think it's it's uh, it's jovial. Yeah, and. Uh, um, and he says, yeah, well, the please, well, the representative from Edmonton, just please calm down. Please calm down or I will take away your ice cream. Yeah, he's like, please, just, you know, because we're here to have a civil discourse. No, <laughs> no please. Uh, but Mr. <laughs> Mr. Prime Minister, please go ahead. I just want to stand on ceremony, Mr. Prime Minister. Yeah, so <laughs> it's uh, like, I have to admit, uh, our system is, uh, it's, it's so much better. It's so much better. Yeah. It's so, it's, you, think, you know why? Because it's less complicated. Oh, far less complicated. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's a complex system in itself. It is, but uh, it is, but like the the way it's compared to the United States, it is compared yeah. to the United States, and the, you don't have to uh, like the, the electoral college is like not all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, all that garbage and stuff like that, and you have to deal oh, with like. Man. I have a love hate for the electoral college, though. Like, I understand the reason it's there. It's it's a uh, it's tough. Like, it's been it's so easy to manipulate it in a, in a way. I think that's my that was my biggest that's my biggest issue with it. Yeah, but I mean, I do get why it's there. It, it's like those checks and balances are what keep them from just, yeah. like, burning America down. You know what? That's that's definitely true. I think yeah. a lot of people... But it is a problem. It is a problem, yeah. but the thing is, it's not. A, it's it's only a problem when it doesn't... It, when it bothers people. Well, I think that's why, like, um, everybody's like, so freaked out about, like, the Russia meddling, right? Yeah. Because it was so easy to manipulate that system. Exactly. So yeah. w- was it a problem when, uh, when Obama beat... Uh, um, when Obama won his first election? Mm-hmm. Was it a problem then? Oh, it was not. No, not at all. No, when it, won it, second it worked election? the way it's supposed to work. Yeah, it works the way it's supposed to work, right? Only when it when it doesn't work in people's favors, or when it's like then they bitch about then it. they bitch and complain. Yeah. But when Trump won, they're like, oh, "I won the electoral college." He yeah. didn't win the popular vote, but he won the electoral college, mm-hmm. basically, right? But then, yeah, but but the 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 capa- the just the like how, how it can be like attacked, yeah, and all that stuff. Then, yeah, that's it's a it's a tool for your like your butt hurt feelings. Yeah, like it, it's like excuse for why you're butt hurt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So goddamn electoral college. But yeah, you're right. Like nobody bitched about when Obama won. Yeah. But it's like, well, you know, so this is how the Electoral College works. It yeah. works for everyone to get in the, in the exactly. House and the Senate. So somebody's got an explanation of why it's good. Yeah. And then when it doesn't work in your favor, you want to burn it down. Yeah. And the I same thing with the, not, not to interrupt no, you, no, the I, same no, thing with gonna, like. You're going to say what I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah, the Hillary, like, you know, well, if if Hillary wins, we riot. Was yeah. like the, was the all you heard from Trump. Yeah. If she wins, we won't accept it. We'll fucking riot. And then Trump won. They're like, well, now we're going to riot. It's yeah. like, I thought you guys were just shitting all over him. Because if Hillary wins, they're gonna riot. You told him to calm his shit down. Oh yeah, the, the, this whole, the whole like mudslinging and the whole all yeah. of the uh, the bantering and stuff like it's all hypocritical. And I think mostly, all of it. yeah, it's all. Like, I think both sides are guilty of it. Oh yeah, absolutely. And uh, more, I think more so the Republican side. Like they're they're more guilty of being hypocrites of like, um, especially when it comes to media and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Media is obviously you can't trust it, but at the same time, it's like they are 
on the receiving end, but then when they, when they're going the attacking end, they mm-hmm. uh, they bitch and mind, moan and complain. But when they get it, yeah, they'll they'll, they'll be like, oh, what, you well, know, like, that's not fair. That's not fair. How dare Fox News not call themselves mainstream media? Yeah, exactly. Like you are the mainstream. You are the media. mainstream. You're the you're the most like you're the most well oiled machine when it comes to like uh, news reporting. Like you guys have like propaganda. But it's propaganda. <laughs> Probably. No, but you're right. I mean, guys but like but, uh, but Shep Smith yeah, and um, but it's such a well-oiled machine. Like for the yeah. for the Republican base, mm-hmm. it does everything. No one does it like they do. No, nobody does it the way they do. They do yeah. it, they do it incredibly well. Oh, like yeah. CNN is never going to be the same kind of voice for the the Democrats that that Fox News is for for the Not Republicans. Not at all. But at the same time, like when you watch their actual news program, like I've spent time, like I've got a lot of friends and family in the U.S. that watch Fox News mm-hmm. a lot. I mean, like you walk in their house and it's on. And you go to bed, and it's when it goes off. And um, when you actually watch their news reporting, it's normal. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's so normal. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's like you are not watching what you what we know, what um, what Canadians know as Fox News. Yeah, because we do get a skewed yeah. version of Fox. Oh yeah, News. we get the exciting stuff. We get the exciting stuff. We yeah, get that, fucking uh, what's his name, Colbert, talking well, about uh, Sean Hannity. Yeah, like we get the Bill O'Reilly stuff, right? We get all that crazy stuff. Uh, what's his name, Greg? Uh, was it Gutfield? The, the little weirdo there. Yeah. Like, we get those guys, right? Mm-hmm. But when you get the, the shepherd dude sitting mm-hmm. there at the news desk talking about news, yeah, it's incredibly normal. Yeah, and what's his face? Uh, um, who's that? Who's the best guy on Fox? It's uh, What's his name? Uh, he's an older gentleman. Black hair. Are you sure you're not talking Glass- about Shepard Smith? Glasses? Yeah. I Oh, man. I can't. I'm drawing a blank here. Yeah. Fox hired him from somewhere else. Hmm. I, I can't remember. I can't, Oh my god, I can't remember. It's not Wolf Blitzer. No, it's um because <laughs> he's not on Fox News. I'll show you, I can't remember his name. That guy's actually really, really good. Yeah, they they have mm-hmm. a few guys who are, are pretty tight. And then um yeah, the sensationalist stuff is just is just like fucking barking. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's just a bunch of barking dogs, man. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And I not big yeah, dogs. I know, yeah, I just I don't I just um like best thing to do is like not I just find the best thing to do is just find your own Yeah, you got to find your own media source. Yeah. Because I mean that's that's the problem, right? Right now we've been so um I mean like we we talked about last episode with the idea that if you walk up to somebody on the street and say open your mouth and they do, you can do whatever you want with that guy. Yeah. Like you you own that guy now. Mm-hmm. If I walk up to a random stranger I'm like, "Hey, buddy, open your mouth for a second." And they do it, I could I could sell that guy horses I don't own mm-hmm. and he'll give me money on the street, mm-hmm. give me a down payment. And I think that's what happens with a lot of the Fox News stuff is they they say these crazy things and then there there's a base that just like eats it all up like they're just all over it and they'll, they'll never lose those guys right oh yeah because like that's uh, it's their livelihood it's that's like, it's their psychological livelihood that's exactly it mm-hmm. and then there's a lot of news media that also does that and to get away from it you have to go look for your own stuff yeah you've got to go find your own media because CNN is also guilty of it they do the same thing oh yeah there's guys who are eating that shit up like crazy yeah and the thing is too is that that's a 24 hour news cycle yeah it's how the like fuck are you supposed to keep people's interest for 24 fucking sensationalism. hours sensationalism yeah that's, that's how they do it yeah. they stay crazy mm-hmm. they, they stay crazy and they keep you crazy mm-hmm. and then you just you eat it all up oh yeah that's um yeah, d- never get addicted to the news. Like, go go find out. Like, you like keep yourself like like keep yourself in the know about what's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. But don't let anyone like that you don't trust tell you what's going on in the world. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Like, go find go find out yourself. Yeah, because I mean, even those guys, both um, not so much CNN uh, to the same extent, obviously not. But like Fox News, Trump, the Republican uh, mains, the, the Republican mainstream media, the alt right media, mm-hmm. the way they label everything fake news. Like, everything's labeled fake news. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like um, it's no different than that, that whole thing where if you Google search something enough, it becomes the top top thing searched on Google, so it's the top result. Mm-hmm. So now when you when you look at anything, fake news, you just get, like, all this weird crap that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it's coming from credible sources. 
So you gotta find your own. You gotta find your own medium, man. You gotta yeah. you gotta like just walk away. Like you can't you can't be going to the mainstream either left or right. No, because they're just gonna give you what they want. They're gonna get you're you're gonna uh, any information you're gonna get is gonna be skewed. No, nah, it's gonna be totally skewed. Yeah, yeah total man. junk, man. Oh, total yeah. junk. Well, uh, what do we have here? We have some. Oh, stuff. Do, you, do you do do you do it digitally now? Digital news. No, oh, this? Yeah, it was just I've nice. got um I've gotten onto the I, I've been using newsstand for a while okay. the, the Google newsstand yeah because it's such an easy to flip through it's got the sources you want and then mm. it just kind of like keeps keeps the algorithms obviously keep giving you what you want right? yeah do you um did, did you ever use flip uh, flipboard you know I used to way 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 back way when back it first when? started yeah and it's really good I still like it yeah is it still pretty good it is yeah but I, since I don't have a tablet anymore yeah and they don't have it on on the surface they don't have, they don't have it so I can't mm-hmm. really like go through it but you have an Android though they've got it on that. Yeah, they do. I guess I should, yeah, I know, I should right? get it. Yeah, <laughs> I do the same thing. It's like, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. But like, I'm out of excuses because you're not digesting it the way you wanted to. Yeah, you just ditched it. Yeah, because I just loved it on my iPad or my uh, my Surface. Like, I just loved it on that thing. Yeah, man. No, no, it's it's it was handy. Yeah. I um I had it on an older like one of the old old LGs. Mm-hmm. I think the Optimus, the P500. Mm-hmm. Nothing was great, and it went away. I got some other phone. It was gone. I'm like, well, that's fucking dumb. I never downloaded it. So it's it's on me. Oh, okay. But um, newsstand's pretty good. It's not bad. Yeah, I, I actually, you know what? I heard the new G7 uh, ThinQ. Yeah. I heard, uh, I heard that's a really really good phone. Yeah, I hear um amazing things with a few negatives that people just like put a spotlight on for no reason. Weirdly it? enough, like just like well, you know, it's uh, LCD and not uh, AMOLED, so you know that black hiding the hiding the notch, which is stupid. Anybody who's bitching about a notch is an idiot. Mm-hmm. Like the whole like the iPhone, the iPhone notch and the new LG's got a notch in it. It's like that's just your. It's no different than your fucking battery bar. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. It's just they give you a little bit extra screen, dummy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why are you complaining about it? I don't know. Yeah, I just think. And it, it, but, the, but the one thing I like about LG, they qu- they kept the uh, the quad co- the quad DAC. The quad DAC. They've actually like put it into more. Yeah. Yeah. They had it in the V20, and then um mine mine had it. My old uh, G5 there, but you had to buy a, a Bang Olufsen uh, unit that went underneath it because that was a modular phone. Yeah. Which is cool. It was a really neat little unit. Do all so. the, do all the phones have that B and O? Uh, uh, B and O does it all now mm. for them. It's kind of like how Sony phones have a Carl Zeiss lens. Mm-hmm. So uh, all the LGs use the B and O. Okay, cool for for their audio. I think that could be the next phone. Yeah, man. Next I year. I hear nothing but good things about it. Mm-hmm. Like it's a nice phone. Um, it's quick. It's a f- uh, eight forty five. Like six gigs of RAM. Like it's it's a little. It's a it's a great little phone. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I'm nerdy about those things. Like for me, I'm not going to use it as a desktop replacement because like my desktop is a beast and I do things that a phone could never fucking do on a mm-hmm. like, you know, video editing. You just can't do that on a, on a phone. But for like in a pinch with your co- with your Chromecast or if you've got an LG TV mm-hmm. and you've got like a wireless or a Bluetooth mouse and keyboard, that thing is, is strong enough to be a little Chrome based computer. Yeah. So you can do a lot with it. So yeah, I, I don't know why anybody wouldn't go with something like that, mm-hmm. unless you're like a straight up Apple guy, in, in which case go nuts. Yeah, go nuts. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, but Apple's got that uh, the new SE being leaked like crazy right now, which yeah. is also very like pocket friendly and cheap as fuck. So. Yeah, exactly. I don't know why somebody wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. So Bill Cosby's going to jail. He's getting his thirty years. How? Uh, well, that was the sentence. Thirty years. Well, I mean, he's not getting the thirty years. He's, but, he, sentences, but they're saying but he's he's, pro- he's probably going to die in prison, right? Uh, well, I mean, well, tennis court jail. Tennis court. He'll probably go like tennis court prison. Yeah. Or house arrest. He could get like just years near the house arrest. Mm -hmm. But uh, the old Camille, she uh, she talked about the lynch mob. A lynch mob came to get him. Yeah. Compared to him like Emmett Till and shit. Yeah. That's uh, that's ballsy, man. That's ballsy. That that is ballsy. Yeah. Especially for a dude who it wasn't like one or two people came out and said they did something to him. It's like a lot of people said that he did something. Yeah, that's weird too because I don't think. 
Yeah, because Bill Cosby, I, do you think that you, do you agree that he was guilty? I definitely think something happened to a bunch of women that could very easily. I mean, like, I wasn't in the room, so I can't, I can't definitively be like, Bill Cosby is a rapist. Bill Cosby should tell, should stop telling black kids to pull their pants up because Bill Cosby rapes people. <laughs> like, I mean, I can't, I, I can't say that about anybody because I wasn't in the room. But look, when you've got that many women saying that this dude did something and you've got that much evidence from his own comedy, then something must have fucking happened. Like, something must have happened back there. Mm-hmm. Either, either like, he drugged some people up and he did something, or they didn't know it was going to go that far. Whatever it was, mm-hmm. I think something must have definitely happened. Something rapey. I don't mean, like, something happened where you, like, invited him into his room and, like, hung out with him. I mean, like, something rapey happened. Yeah, I think so, too. I yeah. Think, yeah, because the thing is, too, is that he's... Jailworthy. Jailworthy. Yeah. Yeah, because the thing is, I think he was one... Yeah, he's probably the first one to, like, it's, like, just... Um, just to, I guess like he had that moment of uh, he had that moment of self realization where he was like, "I'm Bill Cosby. I'm Bill fucking. Cosby. I'm Bill fucking Cosby. Yeah. I have I have unlimited wealth. Yeah. Uh, everyone, I'm I'm fucking Bill Cosby. <laughs> yeah, that, that's just it. Goes, I'm why, Bill Cosby. Yeah, he's like, why? He's like, I can have anything I want. Mm-hmm. So I think he fell into that trap. Yeah. I think psychologically. Yep. And then he, but he didn't like uh the follow through. Uh, the was, quaaludes. Yeah, the the, the follow through <laughs> and the quaaludes yeah. and like the uh. And the and the rapiness mm-hmm. is like was just uh like you can wind up for the for the swing yeah but if you don't know how to but if you don't follow through is not correct you are gonna yeah everybody uh, can pretend to swing a bat yeah yeah but some people they need a little bit extra <laughs> they need a little bit of Barry Bonds they yeah. kind they kind of need a little bit of drugs oh to yeah dope a chick up oh yeah in so, which case you're a rapist and you need to go to jail yeah and the thing is yeah and I I think it's like. I think we talked about this too. I think we said last episode, I believe. Yeah, uh, with last episode of ours. Yeah, like we mm-hmm. we said that. Um, could you watch an episode of, of the Cosby Show? Of the Cosby Show. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely weird, man. It's tainted. I mean, it's odd because, like I said, I can I can watch it because there's a lot more going on than just Bill Cosby being a scooby doo bully do do. Like there's more happening. But like when you watch Bill Cosby, you're like, hey, it's uh, it's the it's the Huxtables and that rapist dad. Yeah, <laughs> it's the Huxtables and their rapist father. Yeah, when I see him kissing like his kids, I'm like, I'm like, ah. like what was he really thinking? Like, yeah, exactly. I'm like, it's um, did I did I mention it to you last time? It's like when I see an, a really old white person on TV doing something cute or cool. Like we're, we're talking really old. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I wonder like how racist they were when they were younger. Yeah, I, that's always tainted my my thought. And I know that's kind of like a racist thought to have. Mm-hmm. Like, for a person who's, like, arbitrarily thinking, like, I wonder how racist that person was. Yeah. But, I mean, like, that's how I think of Cosby. I'm like, when he's when he's there with somebody, like, don't, 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 don't you're, getting, you're growing, getting grown. You're looking pretty good since you got back from school. <laughs> mm. It's like, really, Cosby? You creepy, creepy man. Yeah. He, but they all said he was nothing but cool with them, right? Oh, yeah. Like, you th- they said, like, uh, oh, Chris Wallace. That's who I was thinking about. Chris Wallace. Yeah. There you go. Chris yeah. Wallace. But on, yeah. on Fox News. On Fox News, yep. But I was thinking, like, yeah, you're right, because uh, uh, when Bill Cosby is, like, when he was on that show, mm-hmm. uh, like, and I want to go back, and when I go back and watch it, I was yeah. sitting there, I'm like, these people had no idea. No idea. And uh, so... We still that barbecue sauce episode. Yeah. The, it's the sauce. It's the sauce. Or <laughs> they're all making out. Yeah, they're, they're all, all fucking screwing around because of the sauce. You mean the Quaaludes, Bill? Yeah, the exactly. The Quaaludes you put in your fucking barbecue sauce? Yeah, exactly. And that, 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 that pasta sauce... He's like, yeah, just, just just pretend like you got things boiling around. Yeah, yeah, and just like you know, when she's not looking, yeah, just, just pop, pop some pills in there. Pop some stuff into the. Yeah, Sandra will do what you want. Trust me, I've, I gave birth to her. Like my wife gave birth to her. I know her. I know her whole life. It's creepy, man. Like, yeah, I mean the the signs there are there's too much to ignore mm. when it comes to Cosby. Oh yeah, 
So when you when you look at that and you're like, oh, I wonder, you know, I don't know, like a lot of people are talking about him and maybe he didn't do it. No, I think he definitely did something like jail worthy rapey. Mm-hmm. I I mean I I never want to be the guy who's like absolutely hundred percent he fucking did it. Mm-hmm. Except for OJ, he definitely killed those people. <laughs> oh yeah, OJ. OJ OJ definitely butchered the shit out of those people. I know, and I I wasn't cons- I wasn't really con- like I didn't really know like know much of everything I knew about that OJ trial. Yeah. Or what was going on with OJ was from Norm Macdonald. Yeah, well, we talked about that yeah, too. Yeah, it all came who from is there. Like, yeah, who is my hero? Yeah, Norm Macdonald, who is pretty terrific. Yeah. Yeah, no, but there's there's definitely stuff going on with him. I mean, that's and it's nice to see that the um like things like that still happen. Like you can still kind of get justice. Yeah. Uh, speaking of justice, not to go too far no, away do from it. that. Go ahead. Justice for Johnny, buddy. I watched the two first episodes of Cobra Kai. They're on YouTube now. Yeah, I watched. Them th- I watched them t- this morning. I enjoyed the hell out of that. I thought it was unreal. It was so good. I uh I am so happy that he's Miyagi. Ace, de- Ace degenerate. <laughs> Ace degenerate, man. <laughs> so people are like, what does that mean? I'm like, go watch Karate go Kid. Go watch Karate Kid, man. Yeah. Like all the titles in that show seem to have like a like a throwback to him. Yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I like fucking William Zopka can still act like a motherfucker. Yeah. Um Ralph Macchio is still really good. I thought he was excellent. Yeah. He's always been pretty good. Uh Beer League was awesome. He's been really good as that he did he did a cameo in the the new version of the King of Queens there. Yep. Kevin can wait. Mm-hmm. Um, he's always solid. He's he's a good actor. They're all pretty good, but I didn't think I was gonna like it as much as I did. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be more jokey and bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's a real TV show. Mm-hmm. It's got a lot of heart to it, and I enjoyed that. Yeah, there's a. Um, uh, I think it's. Um, I'm glad. That I'm I'm really glad there's like swearing in it and all that stuff. I'm like I'm glad it's kind of like it's R rated. It's R rated. Well, it's not a hard R. It's not a hard R, but it's like you know what's it's got definitely TV fourteen. It's, it's yeah, it's more realistic. That's how people would talk. Like, what the fuck yes. is going on here? Blah blah, blah whatever. Yeah. Right. So, um, so yeah. Yeah, no, I, I definitely liked it more than I expected to. Mm-hmm. It's cool to see that um, they're all kind of producing it. They're, it's it's a big team effort. Yeah. Yeah, which is really nice. I, I definitely like the fact that it's like he's training he's training Daniel. Yeah. He's Miyagi training Daniel, and he doesn't even know it. Yeah. He has no idea what he's doing. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I think – um, yeah, you know what the weird thing is, too, is that I was watching, uh, uh, I was watching this one uh, uh, YouTube show about the, the, the top t- – it's like one of those Watch Mojo ones where top mm-hmm. tens uh, – uh, any listener, go watch watch Mojo stuff. The top ten top yeah. things they're hilarious. I have a love hate for those. Some of them are great. Top ten things didn't know about Daredevil. Oh yeah, number nine or number ten, he's blind. Oh yeah, see, like those ones are like, you, <laughs> something you didn't know. Yeah. But I like the top tens of like worst fights in movies or those are cool. Yeah, see, I like those ones. Yeah, those are those are those are fun to yeah. watch. Yeah, and so I was watching one of the top ten worst fights mm-hmm. of all time in movies. Yeah, and one of them was actually a Hindi movie. Probably. Yeah, because, like, you know, like, the uh, the reverse shots to make it look like some guy's flying in the air or whatever. The Lionheart yeah. fight. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, One you know, punch shown from 15 angles. Yeah, like, boosh. Oh, yeah. Just the sound effects. And Those, then, that's pretty accurate. Yeah, and uh, so um, the one of them was uh, – uh, there was a fight from this movie that I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure I think I'm the only – I'm hoping that I'm not the only guy who's seen this movie. But do you remember the movie Jim uh, Cotta? Everybody remembers the movie Jimkata. Excellent. Okay. How is a pummel horse in that freaking castle? <laughs> yeah. They wanted to incorporate pummel horses into every like scene in the movie, basically. I just like how was there so many There's so much gymnastics equipment. Yep. Like just arbitrarily all over the place in that fight. Oh yeah. The, Unbelievable the uneven bars, the ah. Yep. F- oh. But yeah. yeah, such fun to watch. Yeah, like that movie, I remember I saw that those uh, one movie like I saw that movie and this other movie like uh uh that's kind of it went like that movie went to theaters. Yeah, Jim Cotta was in theaters. Yeah, and then another Jim Cotta was a big rental. Yeah, and I exactly yeah, and uh, another movie that I saw that was really weird. That was really weird. I think that I can't believe we went to theaters. Was um, and I'm a hundred percent sure you've seen this movie. Is Robot Jocks? 
Yeah, everybody's seen Robot Shotties. Yeah, that yeah. movie is just. It's it's like uh. Oh, that's just that's just <laughs> animation on its knees. Robot Shotties <laughs> is the Pacific Rim of its day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's that's like, exactly yeah, what it is. People don't know what Robot Jocks is. Robot Jocks is the um, that Hugh Jackman movie. Uh, the one yep. that came out a little while ago, mm-hmm. yeah, like melded with Pacific Rim. Yeah, it is. It is the Pacific Rim of its day. Yeah, yeah. Rock'em Sock'em Robot Jocks. Is it? Well, who was that? That Chappie? Chappie? No, it was huge. Was Hugh Jackman in that movie? Yeah, Hugh Jackman's the bad guy in Chappie. But I'm talking about the one where he's the um the the Rock'em Sock'em Robots movie. He was in Robot Jocks? No, no, no. He wasn't in Robot Jocks. He was in another movie right before Chappie, where he plays like a a fighter, like a boxer, and him and his kid make a robot. And the ro- it's Rock'em Sock'em Robots. It's oh, that, okay, got, I got that mixed with like, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah you're right. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, where he and, plays uh, the mullet guy in Chappie there. Yeah, that um uh um, holy shit, that was such a bad movie. Like I just I loved it, but it was it's Robot a, Jocks. Robot Jocks. It's terrible. It's but great I love when it. you're yeah. ten. Yeah, like, it's really good when you're ten. Yeah, it's I'm not like, great when you're twelve. Yeah, and you see, it's all <laughs> stop motion. It's like it's like Ray Harryhausen, but he's like uh, like right before he died, or that's how it looks. Yeah, it's a very tired. Very I mean, tired movie. It's a very tired Harry Hughes in there, just yeah. just trying his best to to get a paycheck. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, there's there's a lot of movies like that. Man. Robot Jocks was the other one with um uh, Michael Ironsides. He was in the one that was similar to that, right? That was like another kind of like stop motion outer space kind of. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, like really like bad quality, but when you first saw it, you're like, this is the greatest thing ever. And then effects got good like right after that movie came out. Mm-hmm. Like right after that movie came out, I think he was in Starship Troopers, <laughs> and you, you watch the 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 difference in effects of those two movies. Yeah, and you just you can't you can't believe you're watching the same like the yeah. same era of filmmaking. <laughs> same era, <laughs> man. Yeah, there's um because he was in um I think I know what movie you're talking about because it came in it came out in nineteen. I'm I'm thinking like ninety four, like ninety three, ninety four. Yeah, because he was in in uh, that in that frame time frame there when when that type of. Because there was like a type of effect. We went from practical effects, you know, what we were getting in Star Wars and Battlestar Galactica, Alien and all that kind of crap. Yeah. Really good practical effects. Terminator, even Terminator 2. And then Terminator 2 happens when you've got the uh, the, the T-1000. And then we go from there to where everybody's trying to like really kick the shit out of fucking effects. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. They're and they're the- all doing terrible. Yeah, because right after, yeah, because right after, oh my god, he's been in so many goddamn movies. Oh, Michael Ironside's been Michael Ironside's been in everything. And he's, uh. Prolific. Yeah. He's, um. And he's uh he's Canadian. Yes, he is. Yeah, but I I can't. Uh, oh my God, there's so many movies he's been. Red Scorpion two, for example. Uh, <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. Uh, the next Karate Kid. Um, Free Willy. Oh my God. Point of Impact. This guy's been in so many goddamn movies. He's been in a ton of stuff. Yeah. He's been in a lot of movies. He, oh yeah, he was in ha- he was in Highlander two: The Quickening. Yep. And uh, he was the the bad guy in that, right? Yeah, he was. Yeah. Okay, I, I can't even read this anymore. Watchers. Watchers was excellent. Oh, Watchers, that Dean Koontz movie, right? Was that one? With the dog and the, the monster? That is correct. The yeah. alien? Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, think Dean so. Dean Koontz, uh, he, well, he wrote it, yeah. And uh, what's his face? Um, uh, Corey Haim's in it. Cause it's, Canadian. it's a Canadian production. Canadian production. Yeah. Um, Watchers, and I, God, I can't remember what it was called. I, I, I want to I say the movie itself was called Kurtz. I think I've talked to you about it. But it was a, a Canadian, I'm fairly certain it was like a Canadian movie shot entirely on like VHS. There's his filmography if you want to go through oh, it. It wasn't him. It, it's not him. This this is the kind of thing that was made by a bunch of people in Edmonton that got like a Canadian film grant. And it was me and my cousin. We were watching this thing like late at night and it was it was terrifying. It was Predator, but but not Predator. 
And it's just a bunch of a bunch of guys. They're all truckers, and they all got like shotguns and crowbars and shit. Yeah. And there's like a military creature or whatever it was called Kurtz. And it was like K U R T Z, but with like the little the 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 what do they call them? They're separated by the period. The lips is there. Where yeah. They, it's like an acronym. And uh, this thing is just like loose in downtown, the Canadian city. Really? Yeah. I I I've never been able to find. And we've got buddies working in the the last video store with Kevin and all that, who don't know what I'm talking about. I'm almost certain this is just a really bare bones, late '80s, early '90s, like Canadian production, and it was never heard from again. It was on one night, probably on CTV late night, at like 12:30 in the morning, on on a Saturday, and it was just gone. Never saw it again. And that was like in my mind, like Watchers. Uh, what was that one with um, Roy Scheider and Mandy Patinkin? Oh, um. Like that era of movie. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It became, yeah, it became a series too. Yeah, it was like um. Like V and kind of where yeah. the aliens come land on Earth, yeah, and they're all in your like refugee camps and shit, and some yeah. become cops, yeah, yeah, that one there, yeah. V, uh, v was a scary show. I, I don't know why I couldn't watch. I it. was a kid. It was terrifying. It was very terrifying. <laughs> they're gonna pull their faces off, and there's a lizard underneath. Yeah, <laughs> it's terrifying. Yeah, man. and um, I just I, yeah, the I still have the original Marvel comic series, uh, all v, of them, really? one to twelve. Yeah, V. Holy crap! The um, actually, yeah, I'm I'm still looking for that Marvel comic of uh, Transformers the '86 movie. Oh damn! I, I know I've got I, that I packed yeah. away somewhere. Do you have that? Yeah, but it's in terrible shape. I've got I, it somewhere though. Do you? You have it somewhere? I could dig it out. I'm if, sure I could dig it out somewhere. If you yeah. dig it out, I'll pay you whatever you want for it. No, oh, I'll probably just hand it over across the table to you. Huh. It is. I I remember the like it was. God, it's like the old cover where it's like the the actions happening on the middle of the cover. We've mm-hmm. got all the Marvel heads around it, mm-hmm. like different Transformers heads around it. Yeah, I think there's. Um, I think that's what it is. I think it's, I'm not sure if number one. But it's a giant size. It's like an yeah. 80, 80 page giant size comic. Is it? I think so. Yeah, I'm okay, sure yeah. that's one. Yeah, the um, what was the series? God damn! I know I there was. Th- I know there was. I know I've got it somewhere. Yeah, there's. there's th- I think there's three individual comics. Mm-hmm. I'm not too sure, but yeah, whatever. You, like, I'll buy whatever you have because, like, I love. Yeah, it's definitely I somewhere lo- in the basement here. Yeah, because um, um, yeah, like I finally went through. I finally read all of the, uh, all of the old school ones, mm-hmm. the Generation One comics, and uh, the Marvel. Oh, uh, American, the, the American, American one. Yeah, stuff, they're yeah. they're crazy. I think I'm at, now I have to move on to the UK. The one. UK, yeah. the UK series we've talked about it here before too is apparently just phenomenal. It's yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I've read a, I've read like scattered issues, mm-hmm. and they're they're all dark. Yeah, like it's very dark stuff. It's very yeah, very dark. It's well, like, UK comics were significantly darker in mm-hmm. tone than American comics. Yeah, like they took um the whole idea of Captain Marvel, like the the DC Captain Marvel. Oh, excuse me, Shazam there, and turned him into Marvel Man. Mm-hmm. And made him really fucking dark. Like there's a there's a sequence in that an entire an entire series of of events where Kid Miracle Man or Marvel Man decides he's had enough and he's gonna be he's the new supervillain, and he pretty much burns London to the ground at super speed. Mm-hmm. Like I mean we're talking like like in in a matter of seconds. It's like one second London is fine, the next second it's on fire, and it's like anywhere there's a pole to impale somebody, he's just impaled all the citizens. It's like people walk in, they're like they just wa- like when Marvel Man and um and Miss Marvel, whatever their name is, the, the little sister character. Yeah. When they walk into London, they're like, oh, so everybody's dead and it's hell. Mm-hmm. Like it's just the city's on fire and everybody's been impaled. Mm-hmm. It's just this dark sequence that happens then. Mm-hmm. And that was just like that was just comics. Yeah. That was a, that was they were rewriting like Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. Shazam. I've never seen that character not smile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that character's always smiling. Mm-hmm. They took that like Taki Tani and all that kind of shit and just turned him into like psychotic murder holy shit it was like uk comics were always darker yeah 
the UK yeah. properties. Because what, what was it? Was was heavy metal uh, American or was that? Uh, it's American. It's American, right? But it is it is heavily influenced by European comics and South American comics. What are the other major um uh like let's say influence on Alien? What was the other ones like? Uh, was Mobius? Like Geiger, Mobius. Yeah. Um, what was uh, who's the dude who did uh Milo Manara? Like a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of those care a lot of that art style. Yeah. Well, that European art style really influenced a lot of the American stuff. I mean, the heavy metal. A lot of heavy metal is European work. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's a really good company. God, it's on the tip of my tongue, but um, it's God like le le something, le le chameleon or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But it's like a an anthology type, like company of comic books mm. that does just this like beautiful, beautiful artwork mm-hmm. that ins- it is now getting. That, uh, anime was inspired by a lot of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alien, Geiger, all these guys like that art style. Just like there's a whole world of that type of artwork yeah. and storytelling in the UK that people here just don't get their hands on. Uh, a really cool comic that I think people should start reading, uh, Black Sad. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's a oh, there you told me about yeah, that. yeah European created, mm-hmm. but about like American culture. Fucking beautiful, man. Don't you have Don't you have one here? Uh, I've got them all digitally. Yeah, I've got all the digital digital copies of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, these like amazing European comics that people just don't get here. Yeah. Asterix. I mean, like how much Asterix did we read as kids, not knowing it was originally written in French? Oh man. Because I got the I, I kind of got the hint that it was it was kind of in French. Yeah. Uh, when I was reading well, it when I was would, a kid, you'd find them. Yeah, in the library. I, cause, yeah, because I went to Mill, the, the yeah. public, Mills uh, Town Center Library, mm-hmm. or when I was at the Mills Rec Center, yep. um, I went there. And you were and sure you're getting asterisks because oh, you yeah. would see it on the shelf. Exactly. I, I got them all and I, I I just took them all out. Yeah, but you'd open that one up and it's all in French. Yeah. No, no. Actually, you know what? They were all in English. Oh, so you were always lucky that way. I always got so like uh, every time I went to the. Uh, uh, I actually remember. I still remember my my uh, my library card number. Mm, no way. way back then. That was oh, my wow. old number. We've uh, we've had a good long talk about this. How uh, I need to start going to the library more. You should. Yeah. I should get myself a library card. Yeah, you should, and uh, start playing not not to read books, but just to uh, play Xbox. <laughs> just for Xbox, <laughs> yeah. just to play that. Which has been great, man. I've been doing a lot more of that. Um, now, uh, I've gone away from doing the the stuff on the the tablet or mm-hmm. on the the phone and whatnot. Yeah. Where I stream the audio for the show and just like fuck around. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been doing that more on the Xbox now, which is fun. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Twitch.com uh, slash BSFW podcast. Yeah, exactly. So if anybody is not busy, we did not do one on Saturday. Yeah. I know we were about to, we were going to plan one, but uh, I forgot. I was out eating dinner and like about halfway through the meal, I'm like, I hope Roger's not knocking on my front door. <laughs> wondering about like doing the doing the Twitch stream. But um, no, it's a lot of fun. I That's really, I really enjoy that stuff. Are you doing this Saturday? Uh, no, we're not doing this Saturday. Are we planning something on this Saturday? Yeah, we have to book that. Like we have to figure that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll probably try to tape that as well. Mm-hmm. But that's gonna be that might be in the morning. Oh, it's a morning thing. It might be a morning. Okay, thing. cool. Yeah. cool. So we'll, we'll go through that afterwards. Yeah, man, that's totally cool. Mm-hmm. That's all right. Nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Oh, any movie news this week that we're trying to oh, avoid? Uh, let's see. Here. I know we've got some Infinity War. Uh, we have. I the, heard. The I was talking to uh, Raji about the about Infinity War. He's probably already seen it. He has probably yeah, watched, he watched it. Day it one. And he told uh, he gave me his review on it. Okay. Uh, no spoilers. Cool. Um, I'm always I'm always happy when there's a spoiler free. Yeah, basically, by his I guess his problem is what his problem with the movie was, and it's mine as well. Is really bad, really bad CGI. Oh man, really? Yeah, that's rough. That yeah. was a fear, right? Everybody's kind of worried that Thanos is gonna yeah like not quite look right. Yeah, I think um, um I think he looked okay in the trailers. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, um. I think when you have too much CGI, it just takes you right out of the movie. Well, there's so much of it. There's so much of it. I think it has to be because obviously it's it's in, it's uh, Infinity War. So you can't, like, yeah, you can't really make this a practical effects. Yeah. Set. Yeah, and I think that's another sign of me just getting old. 
I, I can't take I can't take the CGI. I, I don't know if that's the kind of thing you're aging out of. I I don't know. I think I that's know. just a I, lack maybe because I'm, I'm just looking at it too much and I'm like, oh yeah. god, and I I'm not focusing on like you know what, just enjoy it. Yeah, I think that could be it. Yeah, I I've always kind of said the um the the best thing, or the worst thing that happens in movies is the audience got smarter. Mm-hmm. Like that that's just terrible because like yeah. you're you're you know what all the tricks are now. Mm-hmm. Like there's no more surprises. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm super fucking surprised. I haven't heard who died in Infinity War yet. Mm-hmm. I I can't believe it mm-hmm. because I mean that's just one of those things. I assume by now everybody's just like yapping about it nonstop. Mm-hmm. The kind of thing your parents are talking about. Oh, so I hear Bucky Barnes ate it. I don't know. So that's not a spoiler, people. I yeah. actually don't know. I don't know. But it's like your your parents are like, oh, who's Bucky? Bucky's dead. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking don't. Why'd you tell me? Mm-hmm. If you didn't know, why'd you say something, mom? Yeah. Why'd exactly. you say something? Yeah, I think. Um, uh, I think I think it's I think also maybe as a um, ever since I really started getting more into uh, um, I guess I, like I'm watching more movies now than I ever have because mm-hmm. um, like not in the sense of like I would just watch it for the sake of watching them but just like watch them, like oh that movie's awesome whatever it right? now I'm watching movies just for the sake of like actually watching them and studying them yeah and there is a lot more of that going on yeah so I'm There's watching definitely as we get older we do we do study movies more than we used to just watch them for fun exactly so yeah. um, when I'm watching it like I'll watch like like the Revenant, or I'll watch like uh, Fury Road. I'll be, I'll be like, not only I'll watch the movie, but I'll be like, mm-hmm. how the hell did they do that? Oh yeah. And so I'll watch Interstellar. I'll watch like um, like Dunkirk, and I'm like, you know what? It's just like, so you could be because you, you could be blown away just by not only what, what's going on in the movie, but like, yeah. like the logistics of shooting that scene. Yeah, just like yeah. holy shit! Like wow! Like every scene is like, uh, like every scene you could take a picture of it and post mm-hmm. on your wall. That that is that yeah that is cool when you when you can get that sucked into something like that yeah and that, for me that kind of sucks me into the movie yeah and you're like you know what that's a real world yeah and so I totally agree yeah so I totally think agree. yeah and so like I'll I want to watch Infinity War because I just love the the, the, the graphic novel and I'm like yeah. you know what I should I should watch it and uh, so um and you because I would have never have thought in a mil- I would never never thought like that. When I was when I first read that, I'm mm-hmm. like, man, imagine seeing that on the on the big screen. Man, I I didn't imagine Infinity War even after Avengers. Mm-hmm. Like even after Avengers, I was like, I, I can't imagine. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, what are they gonna do next? What's gonna be the next run of storytelling we're gonna get? Mm-hmm. And then to think Thanos and the the gauntlet and all that kind of crap. I mean, with the the after uh, well, like post credit scenes and whatnot, when you would see him pick the the thing up and he's like, "Well, I guess I'm gonna fucking do it myself now." Yeah, all that kind of crap. Like I never expected during those movies mm-hmm. that we we're gonna get to Infinity War. Yeah, exactly. And now it's it's in theaters. Mm-hmm. Like it's bonkers, man. Yeah, I know, and I, and I think the the uh, I just the pot- the potential of having Silver Surfer and Galactus mm-hmm. and all that stuff. I mean, like, that just that that for me, like, is like, it kind of makes it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's definitely cool. Yeah, yeah. I I, uh, I still do appreciate the smaller stuff. Like I would like to see more, um, like more in line with with the first Deadpool, like you're talking about. Yep. But uh, it is cool to see like these big stories you never expected to see. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think um, uh, if they're gonna run the gamut on like uh, just fleshing out all these characters, getting all the like make as many Marvel movies as they can. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know what? Um. They have because they have to be moving forward. The movies have they to get better. They gotta go cosmic, right? Yeah, they have to go cosmic. They yeah. have to go better. They have to get better and better and better. The cool Jim Starlin stories. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, I, I think there's nothing wrong with Deadpool going back to like you know like bring it back to its roots. Yep. I think so. I think that's a good idea. But the the big stuff, mm-hmm. I would definitely like to see uh like like bigger cosmic stuff. Yeah, like I like to see um you know chaos and uh Lord Chaos, and I'd like to see uh uh like I'd like to see what's his face um Eternity. Eternity. Uh. Like, like we talked about Galactus, I like to talk, uh, see um, 
But real Galactus, not yeah, that fucking not that fucking cloud Galactus bullshit yeah. that and you got from the yeah. Ultimate Universe. Yeah, and who's the um uh um oh my god, who's the devil guy? Oh, Mephisto. Mephisto. Yeah, yeah. a lot more Mephisto. Uh, than yeah, I, I want to see that guy. I want to see like um yeah, I, w- I want to see like Thanos's brothers. I want to see like uh, all that stuff. I want like the more cosmic stuff, the better. I want to see Living Tribunal. There's there's a lot of cool shit they could do. Yeah. There's um and unfortunately all these sto- yeah and all these stories can intertwine. They well. can all intertwine. Yeah. Yeah. Fortunately, they can they can all kind of like become like crossovers with themselves. Right? Mm-hmm. I think they got to stay away from the the whole idea of overdoing it. Like mm-hmm. as a kid, I remember that was the thing about X Men. You never wanted to get into X Men comics because like you would have to read forty different titles. Forty different titles. Like yeah. you were reading everything because like this is one X Men comic would leak into another one, would mm-hmm. bleed into something else, and the next thing you know, X Force shows up, and you don't know who any of these guys are. Yeah. Like, why are the original X-Men now called X-Force? What the fuck is going on over there? I know. I felt that way when I was re- reading uh, Age of Apocalypse. Oh, Age of Apocalypse was hard to read. Yeah, and I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, what yeah, the there's like, a lot going on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Age of Apocalypse and um, Executioner's Song. I remember those two were yeah. like, big ones for me. I'm like, there's just too much going on. Mm-hmm. I think I actually walked away during both of those. I was like, I, I can't, I, there's too much going on. I can't afford buying all the tie-ins and crossovers and all that kind of stuff. Who would you who would you give it a, who would you give it to in a fight? Would you give it to uh, Magneto or uh, Apocalypse? Oh well, we've kind of we've already seen that in, in a few times, right? Like Apocalypse is, I think I gotta give it to Apocalypse. Like I he's think so just too. there's just too much going on there. Mm-hmm. They made they made Superman. Mm-hmm. Oh hey, speaking of Superman, have you been watching Krypton at all? No, I haven't. God damn, it's not bad. Is it? I was talking a lot of shit about Krypton before it came out, like to myself really more than anything else. Mm-hmm. I was like cautiously optimistic, but in my head I'm like, this is gonna fucking suck. This is gonna be crap. And get a Jeff, not Jeff John, sorry, but a uh, a David Goyer inspired Superman show. Mm. So I thought it was gonna be more or less the uh, the Krypton we saw in Man of Steel, mm-hmm. and it is not that. It is not that at all. It's got to look kind of like that. There's a Fortress of Solitude. There's a uh, what's his name, um, Adam Strange mm-hmm. is flying around into the past and trying to warn people about Superman potentially being wiped out of history. Brainiac's in it. They just showed fucking Doomsday. Holy shit. Zod's been revealed. Like hey, they've gone down. It's like Game of Thrones on Krypton. It's a very cool. It's a very cool looking show. Uh, doesn't have like crazy like everything feels kind of like a bottle episode because they're on Candor. Mm-hmm. Nerd joke. Mm-hmm. If you don't yeah. know what that is go look it up. Go look it up. Everything feels like a bottle episode though because it sets like they don't go through a lot of. There, there are sequences where you can see they're running down the the Flintstones thing. Mm-hmm. They'll run down a corridor. It's the same thing. Yeah, they'll turn up. a corridor. Yeah. They'll turn a corner and they're running down the same fucking corridor yeah. again. So, like, they do a lot of that kind of stuff, so, like, I don't think they're spending a lot of money on the show. Yeah, because they, they don't know if it's going to be a big hit or not yet. So Not yet. Yeah, I can yeah. imagine. Same thing what they're doing with Venom. Yeah, same thing. Oh, man, that trailer. Oh, that trailer. What do you think? I didn't like it at all. Mm-hmm. I, I saw the I saw that, and then I saw the trailer for Upgrade, and I thought Upgrade looks like an infinitely better Venom movie than Venom does. Because mm. it's the same premise. You got a guy. And personally, I think Upgrade is a remake of The Crow. Yeah, that's fair to say. Yeah, yeah. If, if you don't know, if you're listening, you don't know what I'm talking about. Upgrade is a, a show, it's a movie about a dude whose wife is killed in a violent incident involving him and his car. Yeah. Dies, I think she's probably murdered and raped right in front of him, mm-hmm. just like the comic book of The Crow. Yeah. Uh, he's left for dead. Next thing you know, he's given a special gift from a guy in a black suit, because that dude looks like a crow. Yeah. And he essentially comes back from the dead, and now he's got like a, like a supernatural ability mm-hmm. to kick the shit out of the people that murdered his wife. Yeah. It's very much the crow. Yeah, he gets an artificial intelligence implant called STEM that will enhance mm-hmm. his body. Now able to walk, Greg finds that he has a superhuman strength and agility um, s- skills he uses to uh, seek revenge against the thugs who destroyed his life. Yeah. And 
It doesn't have anybody in this movie. No, it's like uh, I think Lee Wannell is the director. Yeah. And um, it's like all Australian no names except for like the the main dude there. Uh, he's been in a few things. He he's pretty much a Tom Hardy lookalike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Which makes it like Venom. It's like they're they're doing a Venom movie and a Crow movie, uh, going up against a Venom movie. Yeah. But no, I I didn't I wasn't nuts about it. Like I I kind of feel like all the dialogue and granted it's like it's just what we're getting from like yeah, a trailer. Mm-hmm. The dialogue seems super stunted. Like mm-hmm. there's nothing about it. it. Makes me feel like Eddie Brock is an intelligent human being. Yeah. It's just Tom Hardy doing like a Brooklyn Tom Hardy. Yeah. He's doing the dude from that movie where him uh, where he killed the guy and put him in his basement. The drop. The drop. Yeah. It's that guy as Eddie Brock. Mm-hmm. This is walking around with like a, a Brooklyn accent. Yeah, yeah, boss is uh, he's an evil guy. Uh, he's evil. He's it's evil. like that's it. Yeah, really, that's uh, that's what I'm getting from you. Mm-hmm. I'm getting your your best Christopher Walken mm-hmm. as a Eddie Brock reporter in San Francisco. Yeah, so I I don't know. I think uh, dressed like you just got off shift at the construction site. Yeah, exactly. You just finished unloading a truck. Yeah, unloading <laughs> yeah. a truck for your buddy. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I I think uh, um, yeah, I'm probably not going to see that one in theaters. <laughs> I mean, when it comes around, I'm I'm sure it'll be fine. Like Tom Hardy's always entertaining. Yeah, I'll he's yeah good. exactly. I I won't. Like go see it in theaters. I'll definitely watch it at home. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, like, but I'll watch anything with Tom Hardy in it. He's amazing. he's always good. He's good. Like he's he's he'll do the best with with what he's given. Dude, he mumbled through Lawless, and yeah. it was probably the best part of that movie. Oh yeah. Like his character, will just just all he does is grunt and mm-hmm. mumble and beat the shit out of people. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? The, you know what? Like this sounds like pretty redundant, but like you know the movie I just watched uh two days ago. Mm-hmm. I just watched the entire thing. Mm-hmm. I watched Mad Max again. Who doesn't watch that movie again? Okay. That is, I I just couldn't. I was like, you know what? Every, we all know how good Mad Max is. It's very, you know, it's, it was well received. It made a lot of money. Whatever. Never gonna get a sequel. And yeah, I'm wondering. If <laughs> do you think it's gonna get a sequel? I don't think so. I don't think anybody wants to work with Charlie Theron for whatever reason. Like uh, Hollywood, kind of like just doesn't want to work with her. It's weird. She makes like one movie a year, and not like a quality movie. Mm-hmm. Like she made Atomic Blonde, and before that, she made that shitty Triple X movie, right? Yeah. Or no, was it Triple no, X or Fast and Furious? Fast and Furious. Yeah, she's yeah. in that one. It's like she doesn't get like what happened to to the to the monster. Mm-hmm. What happened to those movies? Yeah. What happened to her making Oscar Oscar quality movies? Yeah. She clearly can. Yeah. Like, why are you not working with her? Is she is she a monster? Is she an awful human being? I don't know. Does she demand to eat one puppy live? Yeah. In front of the in like in front of the crew, they have to watch her eat it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we're not gonna work with her. There, yeah. she's done Atomic Blonde. Which I, I haven't seen, but nobody nobody said a bad thing about it. It's yeah, Tom, I loved Tom Bond. Yeah. yeah, it's it's um, as, as an '80s guy, I loved Tom Bond. Yeah, yeah, Charlize Theron's version of John Wick yeah. with Depeche Mode in it. Yeah. So I mean, I've heard nothing bad about it. Mm-hmm. So just fucking get her on the desert and do a sequel, guy. Yeah, there. you fucking get your ass out of there. Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, I don't I don't know why. It just seems like they're they're dragging their heels. It's that. I mean, Man of Steel will never get a sequel. Yeah. Fury Road will never get a sequel. I just don't think we're gonna see it, and and probably not with Tom Hardy. It'll be somebody else. Yeah, because um uh. Yeah, cause uh, I was watching it. I was watching yes uh, a couple of days ago, and I was like, I just put it on, cause I just wanted to like. I was like, ah, whatever. I'm eating dinner. I'm mm-hmm. just gonna watch something while I eat. And then uh, I watched it. I was like, fuck. I'm, I I just let the whole thing go. What a terrific movie, man! Yeah, it's like, and it's so like, it's, watchable. It's so watchable. You're yeah. like, holy shit! Like then that, that that's where it, the movie th- and that's the whole point. Like about what I was talking about before is that it just sucks you in because like the uh, what you're seeing is like, holy shit! How do they do that? How do they do that? Yeah. How do they do that? Can you understand? They kind of sped it up here. Um, like but the, the logistics the storm, of shooting that movie are were insane. It's crazy, man. Yeah. Take away all the CG, and you still got like a very difficult shoot. Yeah, like the 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 storm, like you're saying, all that kind of stuff. The mm-hmm. the lightning storm, the sand yeah. clouds, and all that. 
Like, get rid of all that stuff and just shoot that movie driving around the desert. Mm-hmm. That's a really tough movie to make, man. Yeah, exactly. And Tons of practical effects. Oh, yeah. I just I just blasted it on my system, and it just like, I was just like, oh, this, this see, this is a fucking movie. Like, who just recently talked about that? They were watching me. Like, so so what do you want to do? You want to put all those guys in poles? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put those guys in the poles. They're all moving around all together. And then there's a dude with a fucking guitar that shoots flames in the front of a truck, and you know, he's he's crazy. It's yeah. like all this crazy shit. Yeah. And a giant guy, that giant guy's going to stand on the truck and rip the engine out, and the other dude's going to fall off a truck. Yeah. He's going to be fine. Like, we're going to – and meanwhile, five people are in the truck just getting away from this horde of, of the other monsters, and then they just run out of gas. Oh, yeah. That's insane, man. Like, I know. And, and things are just added to the movie, just willing. Like, that go, those guys on those poles from those Circus de Soleil or whatever it's yeah. called. Yeah, those guys are actually performers on, on that from that circus. Yes. And they said, you know, yeah, throw those guys in there. Put those guys in there. And then it just seemed like that's just it. You're right. It's like there was a bunch of stuff going on, and somebody's like, well, you know what this thing needs? It needs seagulls. Yeah. But we're going to tether them on to these, like, strings, and they'll be pulling the trucks. Yeah. 15 per truck. Why? I don't know. Whatever. Just do it. Yeah. Just then, do it. And George Miller's ex- explanation is so good. He's like, he goes, why do these? Uh, he goes, these vehicles, they're not just dirty. They're like, they're they're nice. He's like, people say like, yeah, when a- anyone owns, if, if you own something in the future mm-hmm. and it was a wasteland, you want to make sure that it looks nice. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And and all terrifying at the same time. Mm-hmm. They're, like, they're in good shape. They're kind of scary looking. Yeah. Not kind of. They're terrifying. They're terrifying. Yeah. It's just like, what a, what a nightmare production. But my God, it all came together so well. Yeah. And uh, yeah, uh, that whole movie just came together like, like. I couldn't believe how, how well, like, and even like during production, because on the on the Blu-ray it has, uh, sorry, on the, on the 4K it has the making of it as well. Mm-hmm. I watched that whole thing, and it's like how they made it. And he said, like, yeah, you come in there, and all you see is like just drawings all on the board. Oh, yeah. You have to follow it, and be like, oh, because it was all like uh, they storyboarded the entire movie. Yeah, you well, I mean, most movies are storyboarded, but yeah. this one I think has to be very tight. Very tight. It's yeah. one of those things where you can't just kind of have like a, a loose direction of what's going to happen. Like mm-hmm. it has to be. Very, very tight beginning to end. Yeah. Especially because they lost so much money that first one, right? When mm-hmm. they went to um, the first attempt to shoot it. Mm-hmm. When they, they had everything planned and ready to go and that monsoon hit. Yeah. They were supposed to have a, d- a dry, dead wasteland. They come back and it's like a lush, green field. Mm-hmm. Like, well, now we have to move our production to Australia and reshoot the entire thing. Yeah. So that's crazy. Yeah, I know. They went to or Nib- went from Australia to, to Namibia. To N- Namibia, right? Yeah. That's why they, they moved from there to Namibia. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> not Nambia. Namibia. Yeah, no, no, no. It's the Trump thing with the Nambia. Oh, yeah. That, what do you call it? Called it Nambia. Nambia. Yeah, go ahead, Nambia. Nambia. <laughs> oh, what a schmuck. Yeah, what a fucking moron. <laughs> what a mor- <laughs> but but that, that's, that, sh- that movie was not a moron. That was a great movie. Yeah. Fury Road is pretty great. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. We got some stuff to end off on. Uh, cows could be the largest mammals on Earth. The extinction continues at this pace. Mm-hmm. Which is terrifying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the largest land-dwelling mammals on Earth. Yeah. Uh, David Copperfield had to force. I uh, was forced to tell people how to do a trick. Yep. Um, Lance Armstrong settled his lawsuit. Talk about that. Didn't how much he had to pay? Five mil. Five mil. Yeah, he went. That's nothing for him. Yeah, he's he's earned a lot of money. I I think he should never have paid it back. And I never. think he should have told him to go eat a dick. Uh, exactly. Well, not, I'm not in a homophobic way, yeah, but just in a way. I, I, I think he's uh, piss who gives a shit. Like let him fucking. Yeah, I think I think the, Lance the good, Armstrong. The good he did outweighed the bad. Yeah, he Absolutely. shouldn't have to pay anything. He should get to walk around and and fucking do that photograph again, where he's got all his his Cirque du Soleil jerseys. Yep. And just just rubbing people's faces. Yeah. I think everybody's on drugs. Exactly. I think the only reason that you they took it away from because like, it sets a precedent that's okay to like to to drug, but like but that guy was that guy was just, um, um, what he did for with, with his fame and all everything he did, like the the you know the lip strong and all yeah. that stuff, like. Uh, Lost all that shit. Lost all that shit. The way the way I look at a guy like that, and I've like I'm, I'm I'm no I've never made it a secret. I think every drugs for everybody. 
Yep. I think steroids I'm, to- I'm totally the same way. If you're in the sport, it shouldn't be about are you on drugs. It should be how much you're on it. Mm-hmm. Because there's there's so much damage, especially in combat sports and things like cycling. Or like what what kind of human being? It's it's no. It's he's still a human being. Mm-hmm. Like he's it's still like a body. It's not like he put in gears and shit into his knees, mm-hmm. and you know he's he's wearing like an exosuit mm-hmm. to get up these hills and shit or yeah. to cycle that long. Like it's still a human being. It's you can't just take steroids and do what he did. Mm-hmm. You've got to train for it still. Yeah, you've, you've got to be in amazing shape no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's just crazy. You're like, oh, you're gonna, we're going to break your body down. We're going to destroy you physically and give you nothing to recover with. And you're still going to do it. Yeah. And then they say it's like, well, you know, like some people do it. It's like, no, out of a field of what, 150 people, like four don't. Mm-hmm. So those four guys aren't winning. Yeah, it's true. And I think your your window for career is so like limited. Tiny. It's it's not tiny. Like you're gonna re- you're gonna retire when you're like what? Like maybe like 35, 40 around yeah. there. Yeah. And combat sports, like all these guys are getting punched in the head over and over and over again. Like the training they do, the damage they take, the 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 injuries they get during training, and all that kind of crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think it should be how are you on something. It should be how much you're allowed to be on to recover properly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, yeah, this idea that the steroids the magic pill that just gives you like unlimited strength and <laughs> unlimited speed makes you like a, a world destroyer. It's not true. It's not true at all. I'll yeah. tell you what, how take an, take an average human being and put them on something and then don't tell them how to train. Don't tell them what to do. Just just a run of the mill dude. Mm-hmm. He's going to get fat. Mm-hmm. He's going to have heart problems. Yeah. And he'll be dead. Yeah. But yeah, that's stupid. But uh yeah, he so, settled. Yeah. Lance Armstrong uh 5 million bucks. That's mm-hmm. uh, that's, uh, that's a shame. Um what else we got here? Hey, you hear about this whole Cuba thing where the, the guys in Cuba were getting some sort of sound weapon used on them? Like so a sonic weapon was being used on diplomats in the U.S., uh, like in the American embassy. Canadi- like Canadians and some oh U.S. Yeah, guys. yeah, I remember that, yeah. Yeah, they were, uh, that was something that caught my eye. Mm-hmm. I didn't really do a whole lot of reading into it, but that just kind of kind of freaked me out that you can use a... We're in, we're in 2018, and the future weapons are here. Yeah, oh, yeah. And got to where I was talking about some some stuff. I guess this was one of those things that was in my head quite a bit. My uh, My uncle's getting a hearing aid. And he was worried about getting a hearing aid. It's a big clunky thing on his head. Mm-hmm. But uh, the one he's going to get is pretty tiny. Like, it just fits right in your ear mm-hmm. and transmits that piece behind your ear, which is color the same as your skin. Yeah. You never even see it. Yeah. And then I was uh, kind of, like, searching around on some of the shit that's in there mm-hmm. in that the government has released. Like, government patents that have now been released for consumer use. Mm-hmm. And there are earpieces you can just drop in your ear. They're the size of, like, a, a half the size of one of the batteries you put in a hearing aid. And that's your earpiece. That's your earpiece? Yeah, you got to take it out of the magnet. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. So when you think about, like, sonic weapons and the technology that's being released to us now, like, yeah, absolutely that the governments know there's a sonic weapon out there. Yeah, oh, it's they just, do. Yeah, it's just it's not being reported to us. So when a report comes out that's being used in an embassy and people are getting, like, vertigo and they're vomiting and they're sick and they're all concussed. Yeah. It's like somebody absolutely knows what the hell it is. Somebody oh, no. used it. Yeah. So the government absolutely knows what it is. Oh, they 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 know conspiracy theory. Oh like. yeah, no, they're they're light years ahead of whatever we're thinking. Absolutely, about right, right? Yeah. Even like think of even like uh th- like you, the United States Navy, they have laser weapons already. Yeah, they have uh like blinding tools. Yeah, like high power no, laser no, cannons. Yeah, they have they have high power laser cannons. That can oh, the drone thing. Th- yeah, that can, yeah, yeah. Th- that they aim like take it, drones down. And then it can take any like it can take missiles down. It can yeah. take anything down. Well, there is um like wicked lasers. Like just talking about what what the government allows us to have. Yeah. Or says is okay for us to have. Like uh what what the patents are releasing all that. Wicked lasers was building blue blue light lasers out of Blu-ray disc players. Mm-hmm. They're taking them apart, taking the lasers out, and making things that were like blown up tires and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you just aim it at a tire for two minutes. And let, let, it, let <laughs> it burn, yeah. burns through the rubber. Yeah. 
Like weird shit like that. that mm. They're just you can just make and have. Yeah. So what do they have, man? They got they got crazy stuff. They have stuff that yeah, like it's just I don't know, man. That's why government has stuff that we would. If I, 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 I have Google Maps, if I have Google Maps and Street View, what do they got? Oh yeah, they got some crazy yeah, shit. Yeah, they're they're in control of satellites. So yeah, real time satellites. Yeah, they're just listening to us right now. Oh yeah, absolutely. We're on to them, and they're terrified. I know. Even my Google, my Google Home, all my Google Home stuff, I, I have this fear that just listening to me. It's absolutely listening to you, man. Yep. Your Google Home has like a running commentary of what's going on in your house, mm-hmm. just looking for buzzwords. Yeah. Just, I mean, the the whole Russia thing, right? Where if you went into Russia during the Olympics, mm-hmm. they've got the like the standard technology and the the stuff that can spy on all your data. Mm-hmm. So any communication you've got anywhere near the Olympic Village mm-hmm. is just being hijacked. Yeah. And it's just being fed into a system looking for buzzwords. Oh yeah, that's why I just um, whenever I um, go to I, Russia. No, no. When, whenever I I only plug in my Google Music, my mm-hmm. Google Home is when I'm listening to music. That's, that's it. it. Yeah. And then it, it's just like grabbing. It's, it's just free grabbing all the rest of your info. Yeah, and I just so I just l- put some music on, and then after like, uh, then after I'm done with it, I just unplug it. Dude, if you have a phone right now, somebody's got all your data. Mm-hmm. It's got all your info. Oh yeah. It's not like your Google, like unplugging your Google Home, or for me to think like I'll turn my phone off at night. No, 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 no. all that crap. All my shit's already somewhere. Your, in a, in your a, phone is uh. Yeah. Yeah, it's just spying on you. Yeah. Your shit is spying on you. Sorry. You know who's not spying on you? Us in this show. Yeah, that's we true. We don't spy on yeah, anybody. Yeah, we, got, we try to keep it clean. We do at Backside Attack. At Big Save. Thanks for coming in today, buddy. Thanks, man. No worries. Uh, it, was good to get a, it was good to get a bike ride. It was good to get a bike. Yeah, you bike here today. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling? Feeling healthy? Feeling good? No problem. That's that's good. Yeah, I'm looking that's forward right. to the bike, the ride back. Yeah, the I weather's. Love, I love biking up. this weather because it's nice and cool. It's cool. It's still sunny outside. That's yeah. not bad. And You're then, not gonna uh, get mugged. Exactly. So um so yeah, let's uh not too shabby. We'll um we'll end on that. We'll end on that. We'll talk about uh the things that may or may not happen on Saturday. Yeah. And then um we will ask the listeners to like, share, and subscribe. All that so- social network jazz. Because that happens. We are well into the hundreds now. Mm-hmm. We're a few episodes into the hundreds. Sounds good. At this point. Episode ninety nine went up tonight. Excellent. One hundred goes up on Friday. Yeah. No, wait, today's Thursday, Saturday. 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 Okay. So the one hundred on Twitch. Cool. And then next week it'll be up on the iTunes. Excellent. Yeah, it's pretty good, man. So uh, that's probably us hitting music because everybody knows how to how to, you know, pass our information on. Yeah. So uh, that's probably the tunes hitting, and we're probably fading out now. Peace. <laughs>